ready for some not real entertainment. Get them dollars ready, and don't forget to tip the performers by clicking subscribe. If you want a private dance, you can visit notrealradio.com where you can buy a t-shirt and hear all the past performances. Not Real Radio 79, Angels and Aliens with Tim Lottie. Tim Lottie is here in the Not Real studio tonight. Let's get this party started. First up to the stage, she's quick to flip her lip and she's packing snacks. It's the Astroid. Yeah. Right, Allie is here. She made a funny face when the intro started. Uh, why are she you also looking is at drinking me, the last coconut water. I'm fucking right, that's mine. There was four. I'm not you looking at you. I'm looking at the way this show's going. <laughs> I'll tell you why. Grammys, our next performer can be found right here for your entertainment. Let's see what Mayday's got to say. Mayday, a.k.a. DJ Sprinkles. He had a cram (laughs) session earlier. He's been giggling a lot, so I know he's up to something. Hopefully it's good. And now, the inventor of his own language and often misunderstood. It's the self-proclaimed entertainment zone. That's right, I've visited Alpha versus Beta. We'll talk about that. Can't wait to talk to Tim about aliens in his trip to Roswell, New Mexico with Night Star's book that he just finished up. We need a cleanup on the center stage. Mayday just fell down. <laughs> Help me up. Broke his crown. Big egg head done broke. I'm going to be mean to Mayday tonight. I don't know why, but the orangutan must deserve it for some reason. I can't be mean to our guest. Because I lured him in. Because of the ratings war. The fucking dreaded pickle scoop network. Yeah. Fucking travesty. I mean, how much worse does that show have to get before people stop going on it? Those like, weirdos. Fuck. Every week, I'm like, all right, that person's never going back on that show. And they go back. They got Fagnetto uh, over there right now, gaying it up. <laughs> it's fucking queer than a House of Goat show. <laughs> Motherfucker and those so fags. They had me on. Yeah. Greg from Brobridge show went and tried to get Tim Lottie to go over there before this show. Right, Tim? You can tell me uh, the truth. I was there at 2 o'clock. Peshlo had me there, man. What? 2 o'clock. How much is he paying you to say that? <laughs> lies. That whole show's built on lies. <laughs> It's a two-hour. You really went over there? No, no hell no. no okay, no. good. Jesus. I didn't even know what it was until Friday night at uh, Feldman. They don't know what it is. Uh, I heard it was hilarious. Yeah, it's funny, all right. <laughs> funny sounding. You know how bad it sounds? It sounds like four guys yelling into a cell phone. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> nice. You don't have to be a drug addict to enjoy that. Oh, yeah? It's fucking ridiculous. Pickle goes and gets Fagnetto. Try to talk about Corey Feldman. Do you even want to talk about Corey Feldman? Tim? I do. No, I got. I got a better story. You do. If, if uh, well, I mean, Mark could have told it, but yeah, I got a good story. All right, not about the show though, right? After the show. Okay, but let's guys, if you want to find out what the cooler is, just come and see me, and then I'll have me or Tim take you in there. We'll show you the cool. All right, Mark. Mark's on two shows simultaneously. It's fucking talent right there. I don't know what we did wrong to him. <laughs> Took a bullet for that Corey Feldman promotion. <laughs> I don't want to tell people whether it was good or not, because they should have went. Like, all these shit-talking fucking people 
that talk shit about it the all time. They're the ones that are so curious on how it went. They oh, got to yeah. know. What and when you tell them the truth, it doesn't, it just, it kills the whole thing. It was a good turnout, though. And I think they were happy it's with it, too. Incredible turnout. Like, yeah. There's like 1,400 people. Yeah, but whether the show was good Wait, or not. Wait, how many? 1,400. I swear to God, I saw the numbers. <laughs> <laughs> Corey Feldman <laughs> posted the number, and then somebody else said it. I was 40, working 000. the door. We might have 40, alternating 000. numbers, man. Dude, it was packed. You could barely get in there. Is she overselling it a little bit? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not making it up. Y'all can look. It's online. Google uh, it. Pickle says multi, multi millions. <laughs> It felt like it. I'm going to give you my God review right now, damn. right? Yeah, I'll go first, all right? Oh, this is my man. review of the night. I get there. It's too fucking crowded. It's too goddamn hot. Everywhere we go, it's fucking hot. It's some reason why it's even hotter than it is. Like, it's just hot in a natural state. And then there's, like, the air condition pumping out hot air, like, from the on the deck. <laughs> and then we go a little further, and then there's the tour bus radiating fucking oh, heat. Yeah, that's the worst. And that's, then that's the worst, fucking man. hot. And then I go inside. And there's these little heat-generating fucking fat motherfuckers, all right? Uh-huh. These motherfucking bitches. God damn it. So, and this is what pissed me off and why it really just sent me over the edge. I'm like, fuck it. I'm calling it out. These fat fucking sweaty bitches. Right? I'm not lying. I go to get a drink. I can say it because God damn it, I was wrong. I'm fighting back. I'm tired. I'm not taking this anymore. I'm a skinny little bony guy. I'm out in a tank top, right? I don't go out in tank tops. There's reasons for that. But I, I got a tank top on because I wanted to look like Snake Plissken, right, Tim? Oh, no. Th- what? Yes. Uh, <laughs> Damn it. Yeah, I got it. I, I wanted the us to argue wrong, about it. Was it was good. No, the shirt was awesome. I tried to lure you in like Tyreen. I tried to lure you in <laughs> so we could you. argue about it. Hey, but, I got to ask real quick. Not on Kurt Russell Is movies. it too loud for you in your cans? Yes, absolutely. All right. All right. Really? <laughs> All right. Mayday's on the movies. So I'm there, right? And I got to get a drink. That's mine, Mayday. Now you done turned my headphones off. Oh, man. A little bit more. I'm just Maybe let you finish. Usually really on point. It's the middle of a great story. I'm trying to get something <laughs> off my chest, man. That's why I'm fixing him within the first six minutes, motherfuckers. Hey, thank and you. And I didn't even say anything. I didn't yeah, indicate I could tell, anything. Right? Yeah. The ESPN. Is yeah. it good? The better? <laughs> this, is yeah. than, this is already better than Alpha versus Beta. My headphones never did work. Oh yeah, this is way better than pickle scoop already. This is a riveting fucking entertainment. Besides a, a Devin shitting in a bag yeah. story, give me a fucking break, man. This is fucking good entertainment, oh. not real entertainment, not real radio. Seventy nine with Tim Lottie, aliens and angels. Laddie, whatever. <laughs> oh, boy, don't start that shit. <laughs> so man, I got a tank top on, right? My arms are exposed. Luckily, I put the wristbands on. They absorb some of the sweat from these fucking fat yeah. bitches, right? Oh, so then I go to get a drink, and there's a chick closing out her tab. So I'm like, all right, cool. I'm going to just get a drink when she's done. So I'm kind of standing there. Well, I see these two fat pigs fucking walking. See these nuts, bitch. And dude. Oh, my God. They they knew what they were doing, too, because they saw the same thing I did. They saw me. So they corner themselves in, and they keep bumping into me. Like, I gave the... I gave the person adequate space who's like closing out their tab. You know, I'm not going all up on them, but I'm kind of standing there like, hey, I'm next in line. Well, these two fucking, uh, these slobs, oakjas, they don't give a fuck, right? So they squeeze in there, and I'm like, oh man, come on. And they keep bumping into my arm in the fucking sweat. It was like a giant wet gecko kept fucking slapping against my arm. And it keeps, and I'm like, nah, man, I ain't fucking moving. Because there's a, there's a, like a little, 
a little guy in a tank top, I'm like, no, I'm standing my fucking ground. Nobody pushes Snake Plissken around this bitch. Oh, God. And so I'm standing my ground. It just keeps happening. keeps happening. It's more and more. Is that the arm And then the girl. <laughs> the young lady finishes signing her tab, and so now I have to move the letter out. Right? Yeah. So I do. Yeah. This is all going as planned. And, then, and the two fucking yeah. heathens jump like and push and do literally pushed me out the fucking way. Did you say with excuse that me? fucking wet fat fucking arm like all over me? Oh, and man. then and then and it was fairly early in the night and I was just fucking mad the whole time. I was just like, God damn it. Like I'm not going with out with a tank top anymore. Like this is fucking dangerous. Come on, man. Serious. Like that does fucking, sound gross. It was like getting knocked into by a dead body in a cooler after the, the so cooler broke a couple <laughs> hours ago, and you're the one that's got to go in there and fix it. Hey. And the meat slaps against your arm, and it's all wet, and it's like kind of. I got, love going in the cooler. Oh, is bad. that why? Is that why you like went to the other bar? I didn't even see that happen. Yeah, that's why I started having a little meltdown. <laughs> and then I knew I had. I didn't even get the drink. I know. I walked off because what happened then? I looked at them, and they weren't watching me. They had their backs turned, and. And they didn't know how much danger was behind them because I'm like, you're fucking rude, you're disgusting. You should have paid two fucking cover charges to get in here. Actually, four because it was two of them. Oh, like, it's God. just ridiculous. <laughs> you're, you're fucking, you don't have any self pride or self respect for yourself or anybody else. Like, it's just like one of those things. And I wanted to inflict violence upon them. I'm this like, is this crazy. is not a good feeling. So. This. So I do like every other normal, sane, rational human being. I walked away. I just went, I'm just not getting a drink right now until my arm dries. Oh, that's gross. Yeah, that's dripping. So my God. All right, but that's my review of Corey Feldman. <laughs> 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 that's my experience. Dude, damn, I had dude. to go in the bathroom behind that scary thing. What's scary They thing? had this thing like she The bearded was, man? No, she, no she, she didn't have a beard. The bearded lady But like she was a severely out of shape older person. And she had like this tight, tight green mini skirt on. It was very mini. And the tube top or something. And yeah, and just like a bra. Oh, that thing. She, have a she had a McDonald's tattoo. Oh my God. Okay, dude. so I get to the bathroom. There's a long yeah. ass line, right? So we're yeah. all kind of like standing in the doorway. And then I see a few people in front of me is that one. And I had seen her earlier and I was like, oh God. And then I look in her back when she walks towards the next stall, and it's a McDonald's arch, like the exact logo. And it says, always loving it. <laughs> I swear. She had that pickle belly. God, she looks so damn. fucking sweaty. So wait, so then I'm there, and like there's, this, there's like a cute chick walked into one of the bathrooms. She walked into one of them. Right. And there's a cute chick in front of me. So then I'm looking at it, and it's like roulette. Like, who's going to get let out first? Because if the first normal chick walks out first then the chick in front of me is going in there and i'm more than likely going to get stuck with the other one so before this one even goes in there she notices with her green mini mclovin skirt, we'll call him <laughs> mclovin the mini skirt is on upside down and inside out oh, oh, so there's a white tag hanging between the back of her leg when she walks out the stall it. no when she was about to walk in i forgot that and i wanted to oh, mention it right. and then she's uh, so then she was in there for a long time because she was changing the skirt and shit. Fuck, how long could it take? It's a body sock. It was long. <laughs> Six hours. And oh, unfortunately, you, by the time by the time she was done, unfortunately, I had to pee really bad. And I, had, <laughs> I had to go right after that. Oh, really? She, I almost You're going to have to up. shave up. I was standing there like, what am I going to do? I mean, you know, toilet paper mummy to the max and just trying to not fucking, oh. I don't, you know, what do you do? But um, so it was when, traumatizing. So when I think I'm done making all this you know, toilet paper, four-foot ledge that you sit on, do you just dump it all in the toilet? Yeah. All right. No wonder why. 
But you know what? Some people are like, oh my God, you have to like squat. Guess what? I'm not, I'm in horrible shape. Like I cannot squat like for that long. Yeah, you ain't no fucking gargoyle like Vigo. <laughs> so I do. I just have to just make, I have to just do the best I can do, you know? I totally understand. It's horrible. Women's restroom. Let me just mention this last fucking thing real uh, quick. You want to go on a rant? I'm going on a rant. All right. You would Probably think Tim that has. you would think men's bathrooms would be like the grossest place on it. Oh my god! Pee everywhere, fucking just nightmare. I'm and I'm sure they are. Up. I'm sure they are. But the women's bathroom are the most horrifying fucking things that you can ever see. The Ladies, men's bathroom. Tell me what you want. Please Let tell me, tell me you, whatever you want to do. I'm to about help make to. This <laughs> yeah. So the, the particular thing was when I first went in there after that real scary thing. There was an open bloody maxi pad sitting on top of the oh, trash. We had to pick that up open, at the end of the night. All yeah. Open and just, oh, okay, we so a, I, threw, I threw paper on top we of it. We got a oh, time out. Tim's taking selfies with That's it. disgusting. That was a good time. <laughs> <laughs> but like, it's there. And, and I threw paper on top of it so I didn't have to ever fucking see it again. And so nobody else would have to see it. It was horrifying. Right. That's disgusting enough. So then hours later, I come back in there. And in the same stall, for some reason, it must like that stall. There's now a piece of toilet paper with blood all over it. Yeah. Sitting on the ground. That's amazing. So then I, the next time I went in there, I went to the other (laughs) stall. It was still there. And the chick in the stall next to me is like, oh my God, that's disgusting. This is fucking horrible. Women are fucking disgusting. I'm like, I know they're, they're fucking uncouth. They're fucking, she's like, yeah, we're just like going off about it. Cause, and you realize some other women in there before the second time and they were like, that's fucking disgusting. How do you even do well, that? Well, the good news yeah, is if things clog go- it, man. But it's like, I understand these people <laughs> wow. are drunk, you know? Yeah. Wow. But it's like, man, like, how do people not have any fucking sense of, like, courtesy for other people? Uh, just figured <laughs> you know out I mean? Mayday's cram session over there. Oh, man. Did y'all plan this? Did she tell you about that? Yeah. No, I really didn't. And mm, like I that's said, incredible. I'm just... So anyway, long story short, that was it's fucked a little up. Late that really that was fucked yeah. up. Thanks for tuning in. Tune in next show when we get to say something. <laughs> <laughs> we get to interview Tim Lottie on next All time. All right, on so now we have two stories. Laddie has a better story than uh, both of them. But I, I got to do this. I got to back up Allie big time. Women's bathrooms are fucking disgusting, dude. Like from at Dude's bathroom, it's just going to be piss on the floor. Maybe like a cup. Somebody left a beer bottle. Right. It might be a beer bottle on top of like the toilet paper machine. Ladies' bathroom, you dude, you really never know what you're going to find. It's true. Tampon City. Oh. Sometimes you'll find like shit on the wall. That's oh, happened plenty of times. You have my underwear on one. Dude, seriously, <laughs> ladies' bathrooms are fucking gross. Or the toilets man. will be like overflowing because they have so much shit. <laughs> and, 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 the, and the wet toilet paper, you'll find that just like oh, on the floor. Yeah, yeah, no, you nailed it. You, as soon as you started talking, I was like, I know what she's going to say. I know where she's going. And I thought that too before I ever cleaned the bathroom. <laughs> I thought dudes were going to be worse, man. So there you go. Yeah, I know that ain't your story from that night, though. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, had a, I had a wonderful evening, I had a great time. <laughs> No, but none of the sweaty people touch you. You, you were smart. You wore sleeves. I'm, I'm at the door, man. I don't. I don't. And I'm, I'm OCD. I don't like fucking with people like that anyway. <laughs> dude. I don't like touching people. Don't touch me. Yeah, no. Man. That's why you just hold that list. Yeah, hold the you list. Don't come out. by me. Yeah. So what happened? You call up Mark and you're like, "Hey, dude, can I please kind of work?" Or? No, I was just gonna. I haven't worked in months, man. I love working at Southport, uh, but I haven't been there in a while. And Mark, I just got a text earlier in the week, and he just put me. You know, he sends out a mass text to everybody. And, uh, dude, he brought in, like, the A-Squad, man. He brought in people that hadn't worked in a while. Like, this was a big deal. A for, uh, <laughs> for Southport. Southport. Oh, Southport. Oh, Magneto oh, laughing is killing me, man. Like, that's so good. But <laughs> He's laughing more in this show than the scoop. That's for sure. Right, the right oh, stuff that Oh, man. <laughs> but, yeah, dude, he just sends out a uh, mass text, and 
honestly, I was debating. I was like, fuck, I got to do a Barnes & Noble sign in the, the next morning. Uh, but I was like, oh, whatever, dude. It's, it's Feldman. Let's do this. Let's go hard. So, yeah, everybody was working. It, dude, it was awesome. It was a weird collection of people. Huh? There was people no, from every there was genre, every absolutely like no rhyme or reason. Normally, metal show, you know who you're gonna get. You know what I mean? Like whatever. Uh, no, you could not describe the crowd because it was it was everybody was left field. Like there was no, yeah, hard to describe. <laughs> it was it was all over the map, all different kinds, and people weren't wearing costumes too. So. Fuck, man. They might have been like, what, like 12 Frog Brothers? You know, like uh, uh, probably more than that. Dude, the poor shark bitch. Oh, oh yeah, I like Left huh? Shark. I did like Left Holy Shark. She crap. was cool. She was She, she was kept cool, that thing you know on the whole time. Was, dude? Yeah, uh, she, was like, she left it on, huh? Yeah, oh, she dude. left it yeah. on for the end. She dude, took she half like, of it off. Hey, fish like, out really? of water. <laughs> she was sweating bad. Speaking dude. of fish out of water, Chrissy and Keeb was there. Keeb oh. walking around with that goddamn giant Triceratops hat <laughs> fucking whacking it. <laughs> yeah, what was the, that about? The they kept throwing it on the deck. I'm the right height. When he'd swing it around, it would go over my head and whack Mayday every time. Almost knocked Mayday's glasses off at one point. <laughs> like, dude, like, dude, if I wanted to have my glasses, I would have hit like a rhinoceros tip in glasses, my fucking glasses. Put on the safety glasses. He got, a, he got you with Keeb. Yeah, right. It's dangerous. Allie did get hit with the pop thing. She didn't get what? hit with a two liter like ICP. Oh, man. But he shoots the cannon off with the streamers. Yeah. Of all the people that get hit, Allie gets hit with it. It hit me in the foot and it didn't hurt. It That's was just awesome. like, it felt very soft. But I was like, what the fuck was that? Like, it was just funny that it happened to me. Right. Yeah, like I was kind of looking at the gold little piece of thing on the ground. And I was like, you know what? Should I take that? So, like, uh, I got I got a streamer from the, the Corey Feldman show. And I'm like, nah, that's fucking stupid. Yeah, I did think about weird. it for a second. It seemed like a monumental moment. I don't know why. And that was late. That was late in the show, huh? When he did that? Yeah, it's definitely yeah. Okay. a once in a lifetime thing, I'm sure. Yeah, Tyree, oh, yeah. Tyree was online. Hey, Tyree. He was online. Four that stars. old bastard. <laughs> oh, he looks like Obi Wan now, made a man, post. with that beard. <laughs> Four Hello, songs and the place cleared out. I was surprised how Ugh. many people were there to, like, man, an hour and a half in. Like, the last half an hour, that's the only noticeable crowd change that I've seen. Like, yeah, for right. the most part. Also. I mean, yeah. a couple of people left, like, after four songs, but that's. I mean, a lot. Some people are gonna leave once it hits twelve. Like they're like, "Oh fuck, Gremlins got to get home. Make sure they don't eat, <laughs> don't get them wet." You know what I'm saying? Like, dude, because he didn't go on till what, like ten forty, ten ten forty five. Right around there. It was because he was supposed to go ten thirty, but that's that never happens ever. <laughs> and uh, whether it was good, or, whether it was good or bad, he did perform something for two hours straight. Like, dude, my only dude, regret is he didn't play down. longer. Man, I ate it. Well, all. I, you, loved I, it too, loved I loved it too, dude. I loved it. And, and look, it was dude. Fun. Say whatever you want about Corey Feldman because everybody's on there like bitch and oh man this is a fucking shit show whatever dude that dude put his heart out that he was yes. he was going for it no pun intended but he really <laughs> I read that was not planned but he really did dude he fucking he put on the hardest show he could he was sweating he really and look oh yeah dance the whole fucking time yeah man Change outfits like ten times I've what do you think people- he is like forty five or something like that forty thousand he's definitely in his forties I'll find out yeah definitely forties. Oh. Yeah. He looked great, too, Tim, man. you've seen a lot of shows like yeah. us, right? I mean, you were working every goddamn yeah. weekend. You've seen a For, lot. Like almost a, almost a decade, yeah. There's been people who come in with name recognition and give you nothing. They'll Absolutely. do a couple of song montages. They'll do, you know, take a little break. They'll talk to the crowd for two minutes, say, well, how, how you doing, New Orleans, get everybody to cheer, and then go back in their fucking tour bus. Yeah. Yeah. Like, in the show's 40 minutes, make 40,000 every fucking Absolutely. number now. And fucking sometimes show. people do it because of the crowd. You he know what I mean? Like, not, if the crowd's low, they're going to half-ass it, yeah, which I, I think is bullshit, too. He didn't too. do that, though. 
Like, Dude, Corey Feldman brought it. I don't care. If you could say he's whatever about, you know, maybe it's not your cup of tea as a musician or whatever. Uh, he he came and performed regardless. So I got to give him that. And then after the show, because he doesn't do meet and greet. That was all Bagnetto. Like, so he had the meet and greet set up for people to get autographs afterwards. And like pretty much Bagnetto kind of, I guess, kind of let me like be security for that, even though like they, you, yeah. I wasn't really needed, but I got to stand by him the whole time. Man, if while they need you for security, right, what's right. happening? I'm, I'm going to the gym a little bit, but uh, <laughs> dude, <laughs> a little baby bit. I stand really? Yeah. <laughs> but dude, everybody that came up, I swear to God, man, because I watched every single moment of it. He was so genuine with everybody that came up afterwards, spent time with every single person, answered every question, took photos, did autographs. There was never a moment where he was like, oh, like, let's get this over with. Or Are you serious? I, he was he so genuine and grateful. He's not cool, human. Man. He was so cool. <laughs> did he touch people? Yeah, dude. There, there was some weird uh, moments, man. There were these arms. like trampy chicks, and they were like uh, whispering Wait, to him. I don't know what they were saying. He had a big smile well, on his face. They were saying, I'm like, like, fucking so suck cool your dick. That's what those chicks said. Hey, my buddy called my buddy Spanky. Told him he looked like George Lucas. Uh, but he was so somebody might ask him a question about like Friday the Thirteenth, and the and you know she's like, "You killed Jason! You killed Jason!" He would really be excited about it. He was really cool. Man, I'm telling you, he likes dude, Corey being Feldman him. did not mail it yeah. in at all. No, he didn't. Um, can well, I tell my story? Oh, please. All right, all right. So obviously the he. The manager is like weird about it, so you're not getting any freebies with Corey Feldman. We might have been able to sneak in a photo. I wanted to get an autograph, so I was like, I'll just pay the money. I don't care. And um, so I got my buddy Adam that always works there, my buddy Zach, and we all went to go get a photo with him. My buddy Adam's a huge Michael Jackson fan, like huge, huge fan. And um, he had like a little glove he was wearing all night. If anybody was at the sidebar, he had like a glow glove on that lit up <laughs> like a Michael Jackson stomach. glove that he got it uh <laughs> One of the House of Blues does little doesn't Michael leave fingerprints on on bodies. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Corey Feldman said it never happened, dude. So I'm taking about his yep, word. I'm taking I think, about it too. I think Mike Jackson's innocent, but um. Yeah, because Corey Feldman like admitted that he's been molested by people, but he's but like it wasn't not him, Michael. Dude. No, they. Dude, so it's they, like why would they were really good friends? I don't think he was and he is and always will be pedophilia. Wow. Thank you, Corey. God, you're good, dude. Boy, that's what happened when he figured out the docs. Dude, jeez. All right, but, so, uh, so you go up there to take a picture. So we're going up to take a picture, and it's funny because I was I really wanted to ask him a question about this Sliders episode. Which is funny. <laughs> <laughs> I know, dude, I know, I know. It's so fucking Nerd. lame. Uh, but there's this cool Sliders episode where he, he shows up in it, and um, him and Jerry O'Connell do this handshake at the end. And obviously they don't know each other because, you know, the Sliders are always on different worlds. And um, I just wanted to know if that was something like they did from, uh, <laughs> from like, Stand By Me. So I was really interested. I really wanted to know that. Um, I thought you wanted to do it with him. Like, hey, I did, to be honest, like, I knew really? it and I did want to do it with him. Yeah. But I didn't know if, if it was, gonna like, have human if, human like, contact. I had to be, like, part of the Stand By Me crew or something, you know? Like, if it wasn't going to be allowed. That would have been cool if you got that and all I did was get smacked with a fat chick's <laughs> no, arm. But it didn't, <laughs> no, but, dude, it didn't happen. Oh, uh, because he started looking at my buddy's glove, and my buddy's oh, like, "Oh, no. dude, I wore my Michael Jackson glove for tonight." He's like, "Oh, dude, I used to have one of those." And my friend Adam's like, "Dude, you want it?" And he's <laughs> oh, like, "No serious? way!" He was like, he was like genuinely touched, man. Because you got to figure, like, this dude's whole life has been people just using him and taking from him, yeah. and this dude gave him some dinky glow in the dark glove <laughs> and uh dude he's gonna wear it for the rest of the tour they, they, they his, <laughs> handler, awesome. his handler came in and did drinks with us afterwards and he was like that's all he was talking about on the friggin bus was about getting new batteries for it i was oh. gonna wear it for all the shows <laughs> awesome. and i'm telling you man if you look at that photo that we took with him you can see it in his face dude like he is 
he was genuinely like into it. And I, uh, I wonder if he needed this. What like, do you mean? Like, all right, you get attention, people build you up as a child, right? Right. And then all of a sudden, you don't get it anymore. Like, hey, you're not the child star. Nobody cares about you. And for whatever reason, you made some bad movies. Hollywood decides. We're not. What the fuck is that? Noise? I know. I thought it was May Day for a minute. Yeah, it's like kids playing or something. Oh, that's awesome. It's past their bedtime. Yeah, kids don't play at this time of night. Somebody's getting fucked up. That's right, what's dude. happening. Yeah, it might be the same guys that got Corey. Yeah, fuck me all up. <laughs> Right, so then he loses popularity, right? So he's not getting it anymore. Yeah. So then it's like you got to do it on your own. And he doesn't do it with the budget that somebody who's like not self-funding this thing is going to be able to do it with. You know what I'm saying? The only difference between Corey Feldman and like uh, Britney Spears' show is the amount of money put into the production. Right. Multi, multi, multi Dude, she's like in Vegas now. That's old. Say Katy Perry. Whatever. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you know, it's a pop show. And right. those cost money to make something mediocre look incredible. And he's doing it, though, without that. So he didn't now need I, it, man. He had the passion and the fucking yeah. energy. And the, he was, he's a professional He needed money, too, right? He needs the money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm, no, he, I, yeah. I, I, I'm, I assume so. Uh, Dude, I think he's plus dollars. Yeah, I think he's doing it for Thank a living. You, and, you know, fucking I think right. it's I think it's both. I think he actually like really enjoys it because look. So when when the first when it started going on, we started like looking at YouTube, and he has this song "What's Up with the Youth" that he did on Howard Stone, and he played it at the show. Yeah, it was bad. I sweat that song. Really? I listen like to that it? on YouTube all oh, the time, God. dude. I listen to it so I Reminds love it. Reminds me of Sliders. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really feel all that flattered that he listened to We Are Wires now. So when, yeah, so when <laughs> right, that came on, dude, taste. yeah, I know it like ruins that. <laughs> Like, this dude has shit taste. But, uh, yeah, so when you did What's Up With The Youth, I got real excited. I was behind the bar. And, what's um, up with the youth? Whoa, whoa, whoa. What's, what's up, up with, with the youth? youth? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Little boy, little boy, come with me. Oh, God, that's enough. <laughs> I but, got a new glove. <laughs> <laughs> but Cry Little Sister was the best, man. I Holy lost shit. it for Cry Little Sister. Dude, it was good, huh? That was awesome. That that's was so cool. I don't think that that would be a real simple song to not fuck up. And man, he fucking nailed it. I was like, God damn, this might be the best song they did. That was Rick Wise too, was. man. They don't it play that. Oh, really? Mm-mm. So that was Bagnetto. He was just like, dude, can y'all play Crying Little Sister? Bagnetto's turned into dude, a fucking genius, huh? Man, damn. This was, this was a big show for him. And he's good at that. Dude, they have a nice dynamic. Jay does all the weddings. Mark wants to do his stuff you know yeah. what i mean and i like that little front bar thing that they did oh yeah it's fun yeah the front bar was a good idea and it's probably it's gonna pay for itself let the stage and all that stuff um nah dude he's doing awesome it's been fun like yeah, you, you could see dude, this growing. was a big one for mark big time absolutely and he covered early so that that everybody was kind of loosened up you know it wasn't like the stress yeah, he fest almost of got like, the oh smile most of the night <laughs> right he wasn't smiling at one point he got very upset why at would happen i man? like to watch that i like when he's upset a little Shut bit up. Like, I don't like him upset the whole night. I want him to look and smile and go, I at least broke even, so you don't get that, that right, bag now. Right. But then when he gets intense with them good nights, I kind of like that, too. Because of, mainly because I don't work What, like that. a Molly's night or something? Oh, yeah. Well, he just that gets... a good night that He night. takes his game up a notch, and, man, when the boss decides they're yeah. going to take their game up, it could be torture for the employees, you know? All right. Dude, Dude, it's so funny because that's intense. not him, but, yeah. Yeah. He gets into it. You could tell, man. Yeah, it's yeah fucking bro, awesome. I mean, it's their, it's their livelihood, dude. It's their family oh, yeah. business. Yeah, yeah I love that. Awesome. Doing great. Yep. Fuck, what a good night. Tim, anything else from uh, that? Dude, I, no, I just want to say how awesome Corey Feldman was. He was yeah. really, really cool. I can't say it enough. Really? I, thought he, I thought he was going to be a dick, man. Yeah. I thought Honestly it was going to be a, a good show by Corey Feldman, but it was a better show by Mayday on the ride home with Paul, the Uber <laughs> driver. <laughs> 
<laughs> that was awesome too. Oh, you really liked that, huh? You had a good time. Huh? I did. You enjoyed it. I did. The Corey Feldman show made you it made you happy. When Dude. you leave like that in a yes. show in a good mood, you know you had a good time. You know why? Time. Because it was that show that like everybody kind of went in together as yeah. a unit. Nobody was like fighting. I mean, you were fighting with the whales or whatever, but yeah, I had that a moment. Early. I kept it to myself. Yeah, that was nice. I was like, I'm yeah. saving this for the show. I couldn't really tell. It was everybody was in it together. You know what I mean? And everybody participated well and played well. And right. that's the thing I appreciate. And it was a fun time. A cool crowd. Like yeah. every time you thought you'd seen everybody, somebody else right, popped pop in up. from a totally yeah. different genre of walk of life. It was like, this is fun. It kind of, you had a lot of different uh, subcultures hanging out together. I thought that was neat. It's amazing that it happened for Corey Feldman. I know. How many people came there? I, I, I said this earlier. This, that may have been the most packed I've ever been at a it, Southport Hall yeah, show. Yeah, Like even Hall. Southport Hall. I mean, I'm sure there may have been some yeah, other those, times, those, but, it, but that yeah. for me was like, you couldn't go anywhere without like being in the way. Really? Okay. All right. Yeah. Your area expertise. How area. was the sound? Uh, it, it was, okay, let me say this. It oh, wasn't boy. good, but I think it was not good for a reason. What? Do you know I, the reason? <laughs> no, but I want to know. Um, they wanted to use their own mics and stuff like that, and they wanted to use like wireless mics. Right. And you can't do that at Southport just because you got the power station, you got all the <laughs> river traffic. So that's when he was complaining and all that. Yeah. That's what that was. It was just like, dude, you can't, you can't use that mic here. You know. I thought it was Trey that didn't change the batteries. Trey was pissed about that. But yeah, <laughs> and I like I like messing with Trey about that. I'm like, dude, could you make it fucking sound better, dude? You know. I'm yeah. not sure I understand why you can't use a cordless on but, that stage. But it's, I, like, I've just seen it happen so many times. Like other bands come in and they complain about what is it? RF, correct? Right. And EMI, electromagnetic fields. Okay. And that power station is basically a giant magnet. Right. That's pushing out. I mean, that's half a million volts. Like I've over seen there. people use cordless microphones. You there can, frequently. but you've got to use like the best of the best because oh. it, it works in a different frequency range, okay, and yeah. the cheaper ones work in one that's more susceptible. Oh. So, what does the river traffic do? What is that? That's kind of more on that same cheaper bandwidth. They okay. use CBs, but depending CBs on the CBs, so you didn't right? think it sounded good because a microphone went bad? No, one day? 100% I didn't say that. It. I felt like but they. Yeah. Wait, wait. I'll, he said that, but I also felt like you couldn't hear him you at couldn't all. Hear right, him. right. That yeah. needed to go up. Oh, man, but it's you probably gotta, good though, because I don't think he's like the best singer ever. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, we all know why that. <laughs> so it's like it was kind of good. Like it went with it, you know. Way better, man. You like see, you I don't. I'm not giving loud. my opinion. At all, <laughs> all right, fuck that, Tim. You went and signed books. <laughs> you went and signed books in Barnes and Nobles today. Yeah. Did you and all any? I talked about was Corey Feldman for two hours. Oh, man. It was so funny. I just talked about Corey Feldman taking our glove, dude. What, um, they walk up to get a book sign? You just start telling the story? I, I was just, I was still, dude, I didn't get out of there. I didn't go to bed till like five. Oh, and boy. I had to be on the North Shore for, you know, I had to leave my house at what, like 1030. Yeah, so yeah. I had to get, I'm slow, man. I'm so, so slow getting ready. So I had to get up at eight. So I slept for like three hours. Went and did a kid signing. Oh. Signs of kids? Too bad your, your buddy gave away your glove. Right, right. <laughs> so it went good, dude. It was really cool. Um, and my family all lives on the North Shore, so a lot of them came out, and that was really nice because I never get to see them in anything. Uh, no, oh, that, was, that cool. was cool. All right. Do you have any interesting conversations? Do people look at the book and ask, is there one main question they ask you every time? No, it was, it was, it's pretty tame. Uh, that was my first time doing a Barnes & Noble signing, and it's just a different animal because they, they kind of make an announcement over the intercom, and then you're just kind of chilling up there, like waiting for people to come in. And um, I don't know. I'm in a weird 
I never know what's better. Is it better to like go out there and be in people's faces like, hey, come over here and kind of be like your own hype man? Or is it better to just kind of let them come in? Let them come in and have it announced? Yeah, because I don't like when yeah, people start doing you know that what? to me, I, to it go pushes in. me away. Yeah, but right? I don't like to go talk to them. I would really, I'm glad I know you and I'd like to have read your you know, book right. if I didn't know you. And if you were just at that table kind of over there by yourself, I'm like, I ain't going over there. <laughs> it's, it is, like, even if I kind of want it, that book, I'm not dealing with that. But if they, you just get in on them. You know, it could go one of two ways. You go, get the fuck away from me. This guy's aggravating me. Or a lot of times it's like, oh, fuck, wait, this kind of interesting. Like, but it was, within two seconds, <sighs> the uncomfortableness is over. Look, if nah. I can, with Night Stars, if I can give you the pitch, if I, if I can get like 30, 60 seconds, dude, I, I can almost sell a book almost every time. Like, I got that down. But you're but, selling the little kids, you know? But it's a different, <laughs> but it's, it's just, it's a different dynamic, man, because people are just walking in the Barnes and Nobles. They probably already have their mindset on what they're going for. Right, right. School's about to be coming up, oh so it might God. be like summer readers. A lot of people are getting like ACT stuff and uh, whatever. It, it, I don't know. It was, it was a feel-out experience for me because I'm, I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to play this when I do Night Stars and we go there. Um, so it was interesting. It was learning experience. It was a two-hour learning experience. And yeah, yeah, they like featured Plants vs. Zombies book. That's all I had out there. So they don't allow you to sell anything because I would have had other stuff there. Oh, but it's got to already be on sale. It's got to have that uh, barcode on the back. It's got to be in the system. Gotcha. Damn. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they were serious about it. Yeah. So that makes uh, sense. But if somebody wanted to buy like an original page, I was just gonna do it. You know, like nobody's watching. When me. you're promoting yourself too, like yeah, yeah, it was it was different. I never, I'm never on the North Shore for too much stuff. Um, so if you get kicked out, it's not a big deal. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> did you draw while you were there? Or did you even yeah, do no, it? no. Honestly, I, I kind of had a vibe for how it was going to go pretty early on. So, uh, dude, they had a big giant stack of books, and I just started like drawing pictures in them, and I was just going to put them back on the shelf. So if a kid grabs one and they're just lucky, you know, there's a there's a zombie. There's a you know, there's one of the plants from the book. So I kind of was doing that like randomly, so somebody might just find it. And you I know think what, too, cool. if I, I walked up and you're drawn, um, I think I would walk up easier. Like, I might go over there. Like, Most times, that's how it works. Like, people might want to come see what's going on, and it kind of... Dude, you don't want to be like a Sarah McLachlan commercial, like the dogs at the pound and all, you know what I mean? Like, eyeing everybody up. I think that's weird. Yeah, it is. It, it's a toss-up, man, because then you got to go... <laughs> Dude, that song's horrible now. Like, it's, <laughs> I turn the commercial so quick every time. For that second Always some reason to feel not good enough, but it's hard at the end of the day. Need some distraction. Are we doing this whole thing? Might as well go to the chorus. I don't know the rest. Last week I got yelled at I for not letting her do up. enough, so man, you. <laughs> I think it's coming up. Which one? No, I'm not doing it again. <laughs> so, Tim, now that Mayday brought the <laughs> mood down, you're nice and relaxed now. You're slightly depressed. <laughs> Night Stars, your own you know, work of art. It's mm -hmm. been a, a United Nations propaganda piece and sent around the world. And I'm in the Illuminati now, yeah. You've also finished the fourth issue. Yeah, man, that was big for me. That was a long journey. And I'm that, certainly that not done. That completes the Kickstarter that started, right? Yeah, okay. yeah. So this is all the uh dude, I thought it was I thought I was gonna be able to do it quicker, but it just 
you got to make money, man. This is like a labor of love for me. So when I'm drawing night stars for three months out of the year or whatever it is, that that's me. That's my time. Uh, and it is a lot, a lot, a lot of work, man. Because uh, I'm writing it. I'm drawing it. I'm inking it, coloring it. So, yeah. But it's that's a wrap, dude. Uh, on the first story arc. So, and what was really cool was I had all the pages connecting throughout the whole series, man. So it was a really gratifying moment to uh, like see that big giant image of all 100 pages connect. The big project yeah, complete. The, the big experiment, yeah. Nice. But Night Stars isn't complete, right? No, I mean, you're no, gonna dude, continue was, on. I actually had a couple pages I was going to throw in, but I ran out of room at the end. So I think I'm going to add those into the trade paperback that leads into the next story. And I'll tell you what happens. Well, maybe not in case you go read it. But, um, <laughs> no, I want to tell you because it's cool. But, yeah, I'm just going to save it. But, yeah, I'm going to lead into the next uh, the next series. And I'm already messing around with it. It's going to be with Amelia Earhart. It's going to deal with that story. Nice. Um, and they just had that photo. Remember they had that photo come out like a couple weeks ago where they thought they had solved the mystery of where she went. And it was supposed to be like she yeah, went to a Japanese that. island. Like right We can tell World from a picture from her back. With right, a and, coat and, and, on. The, and the the hairline on the co-pilot and stuff like that, and so when that came out, I'm just like, "Fuck, dude, I'm screwed," because I have this whole story, and I got to redo it now. So I was changing it, and it was awesome because, like, in three days, they had already debunked it. So it was basically oh. a weekend, and I got my story back, the story I wanted to tell. Um, so yeah, dude, I'm just go straight into Amelia Earhart. Uh, nice. That's a weird choice. I guess, you know, <laughs> yeah. feminism and everything. Why is it? It's a conspiracy big. theory <laughs> just like fucking the just wants weird theories about that whole thing. Right? So is she going to be old or young? Is she a kid? No, no, no. She's, <laughs> and she's hinted at. She's hinted at you in the story. <laughs> because a comic book about kids, Mark. I know she's fucking dead. She ain't going to be dead in a book. Why not? Why Don't, not? Why okay. can't it be written post-death? Here's, here's a comic about a fucking corpse. <laughs> yeah. No, it's about what happened to her, you dumbass. Right. Yeah. So when does the story start? When she's a child or an adult? Ask Good thing. Him. I'm going to tell it. I'm going to tell it. Uh, <laughs> so the opening scenes is going to be her flying across the Pacific and she sends one last radio transmission. <laughs> wrong movie, man. What the f- no, the plane was good. It was the fucking monkeys that I think was wrong. Oh, really? So yeah, just plane, bad. no monkeys. But so fast, Are man. there monkeys in this? Mm, no, nah, I'm going to save all that. No, there's no monkeys. <laughs> right, no monkeys made it. There might be monkeys. Right, try it again. So uh, she's in the plane. She's in the plane going across... Across the Pacific, she sends out the last transmission, and then boom, like a boom tube, you know, boom tube, or like the thing opens up out of the sky, and there comes the Night Star spaceship, and that's what knocks her out the sky, and that's where the story's gonna start. Why? Well, and that's I, it. So that's the opening. So that was gonna be the last two pages <laughs> of the trade. That's gonna, I think I'm gonna throw that in as like a bonus in the trade paperback. That doesn't ruin the original story that you read, the Roswell story arc, but um, it might, but. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, but that's what I was really excited of. to tell it. You got Night Star. Night Star is like time travel. Yeah. So now you're oh, open to now the, You could go and change bro, the universe. I was, so, I was so like, I'm telling an origin story, and I've been telling it for like four years, you know? So I'm so chomping at the bit to like get. <laughs> and look, dude, the first three issues, they don't. They don't <laughs> it's, it's set up. It's just set, it's, 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 yeah, it's your yeah. foundation. I'm laying the concrete. The fourth issue, I got to play around and get crazy, and it has some cool, cool moments. But now, like, now I'm out. I, you, you know the world that we live in now. Everything is kind of established for the most part. Like, now I can get weird and do all the kind of stuff I've been wanting to do. Right, because you got those characters already established. They're now there. You get to create you, new ones. You understand, and- when, if you've read the first book now, you, 
okay, I get it. I know what Night Stars is. Like, give me, give me the Yeti. Give me Amelia Earhart. Like, give me all the weird stuff. So, and you, like, and you went roll. to Roswell with this book, or, or a collection to. of them. I had to. What is this thing that they have um, out there? So every year, man, and how cool is this? So when I started the Kickstarter, I had no, I had no plans of dates or times or stuff like that, and I, I had no clue when I was going to finish the book. My original intention was to knock it out like for the Kickstarter. I was just going to knock out the whole thing, and it didn't play out like that. So it just, once a year, I was getting a book done. Once a year, I was getting an issue done. And it ended up that the fourth issue coincided with the 70th anniversary of the Roswell UFO crash what landing. What the fuck? And um, normally I wouldn't be done yet. Normally I'd probably just be starting the Night Stars issue for New York Comic Con. But because of that, it was kind of like the carrot in front of the donkey. You know You're what I mean? The done. stick. You know, it was kind of like I had to really motivate myself. And I busted ass, man, to get it done for Roswell and get printed. And I'm talking about, like, the books came in... The, the week I'm leaving, you know, like days before Perfect I'm leaving. Perfect timing. Um, and, dude, so, it was just one of those things, man. I was like, well, what was I got to do it. it. I got to go out there. So every year they have a – so it was the 23rd Roswell Fest. Oh, and this is like the big one. So every year they celebrate the the crash that happened, and they have like a big, cool little uh, – it's a very small town, um, but they have this big festival, dude. So it's a big, little, cool. I know. Well, it's a what big fest. It? Put it like this: it's a big festival for them, but for us, it's like po' boy fest. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like Bye-bye. it's gotcha. it's, it's hogs for a cause in City Park. You know, right, right. Um, but for the city, it is huge, man. It's a big deal, and it it was great. Roswell How are the was people awesome. Who live there? Not that it's it's bigger than you think, but it's not that big. They have an Air Force base there, so a lot of people go to the training and stuff like that. Do you look at them weird, though, like you're a local? You're a Roswellian? <laughs> no, not, I don't look at them weird like that, but it was interesting to see what life was like in Roswell. Um, yeah, what did the aliens actually do? Uh, some people have, everything's like alien-related. Like there was a really? UFO McDonald's that was awesome, so I went there for breakfast every morning. I'm a big Whataburger person, so I went to Whataburger like every night. Um <laughs> Because we never get it. Yeah, it was just like that chick said, too. It's fucking alien. <laughs> There's aliens just sitting there. But, dude, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's, I think there's 13 McDonald's that have unique things about them. Everything else is going to be a pretty generic McDonald's, and this is one of those 13. So it's a 15. big UFO you can go sit inside of. It was cool. What? Is that pickle? <laughs> that is actually Yo. pretty awesome. Are it was neat. Um, <laughs> We're not taking calls. Sorry. I'm doing okay. Taking it day by day. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for calling. No, I'm not doing a show tonight just because I can't sit up for too long, you know? All right. Oh, well, go, to, go to bed, Pickle. You're out late. What the hell? Pickle just calls in. You know, it's not enough that he's, he's trying to ruin this show now. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, but it sucks. All right. Yeah, good to talk to y'all. Love good to talk to you. All right, love, love you too. Better, Let me man. get you off the fucking phone. <laughs> nice, dude. We'll talk to Bagnetto. <laughs> Our review is better. Welcome to another Scoop After Show Challenge. Great. Tonight we have Mark Bagnetto. <laughs> dude, I awesome. should do a show. You go tune into the Scoop if you want to fucking hear that right now. Did any of them give you any story? Do they believe? You know what? I'm glad you said that, dude, because I did meet a guy that worked at Wright Pat uh, recently, and he gave me his number. He wrote a book called Fifty Shades of Greys, oh which I thought God. was a, how cool of a book name <laughs> is that? Alien porn. So yeah. there's this whole aliens, you know, with violent sex. There's this whole like world of of, <laughs> of kind ufology of or whatever, man. Like that George Norrie's a part of, and and just Stanton Friedman, all these kind of people, and. 
I'm trying to inch my way in. You know what I mean? Like I, I really dig this, and I understand, and I understand the concepts of it. So uh, I think I'm glad you brought that up. I'm gonna email the dude because we were talking for a long time. Well, he comes and looks at the book. He just came by and just started chit chatting. And we just, you know, blah, blah, blah. It just started a conversation. He talked about working at Wright Pat. He wrote a whole book about what happened while he was there. Uh, and he gave me his card, and he's like, dude, I got some ideas for you. I'm like, all right, man, I'm going to give you an email. I gave him some books, and uh, he, was, he came back the next day. He was really, really cool, cool dude. Um, I met another lady that had worked at Wright Pat. She told me an interesting, some interesting stories about guys like getting sick and stuff that had dealt with them. A lot of people didn't believe in the UFOs. Uh, the bodies, because that's where supposedly, so when it crashed, this is all... You know, everybody's going to have their own opinion on it. Uh, the official story The official is story, a weather balloon, right? No. At this oh. point, it's Project Mogul. So they said it was like a spy satellite or something like that that they were using against the Russians uh, post-World War II. So I guess we're inching into the Cold War and stuff like that. So originally, originally a UFO crash. Then within a day or so, they changed it to a weather balloon. And then they came out years later and... Released supposedly disclosed that it was now uh, Project Mogul, which was this satellite spying kind of system before. Uh, and we're talking about in-orbit satellite kind of things. You know what I mean? Like balloons flying around, whatever. Gotcha. Uh, so, yeah. So then the other alternative version is The what? alternative story is that Mac Brazel found UFO wreckage on his ranch one night and then called... He told his cousin about it. There's a lot of in-between things that go on, but basically the U.S. Army came out, cleaned up the, cleaned it up, took all the stuff in. Jesse Marcel Jr. even said on his deathbed that it was UFOs, and he's buried in Homa, uh, even though he grew up in Roswell, and that eventually the, the wreckage was taken from Roswell and then sent, sent to uh, Wright Pat uh, Air Force Base, where it was kept, and I don't know, you know, then who you, knows what then happened you lose that. It, right. right, then then it just becomes... I guess whatever, whatever you want to call it, deep state. That's the fun word. So some of the people you met actually worked there. There was one older lady that that I did meet that worked there, and then this was she guy. Glowing? Who, no, dude, dude <laughs> she right. was she she was like a secretary or something. Um, it's hard to tell. I mean, you gotta <laughs> look. I, it, some lady walked up to my booth. I got to take it at face value. You know, like right, that right. seemed genuine. That's still fun to believe for at least temporarily. That's, I, that's I enjoy it. I think something happened out there. Oh. Do they believe something happened out there? Would you, like residents of Roswell? Yeah, no. What a lot of them don't. And I think it's kind of... You just get this is just government bullshit. I think it goes back and forth. Some people do, some people don't. The guy next to me who was so cool, he uh, he didn't... He kind of had a vibe like it didn't. Some people didn't. Some people did. I don't think the mayor even said on a radio interview I saw she she didn't think there was. But, dude, none of y'all were around. We, none of us were alive then. We don't know. I wish I would have talked to, like, Stanton Friedman. I did see the dude from... Um, y'all ever watch Destination Truth? With Josh Gates no. on Travel Channel. Such a cool show, dude. And they go around the world like dealing with like all kinds of like very unknown conspiracies and stuff like that. And I talked to the cameraman for a long time about uh the Japanese suicide woods, which is the craziest I shit you'll ever hear. I've seen a vice episode on that where they just go walk into Good. the woods. Dude, it's so creepy, man. Yeah. So we had a cool conversation about that. But no, nah, dude. But everything is UFO related, but I guess it's kind of like I don't know. Do we walk around like in love with jazz just because we're from New Orleans? You know, man, boy, I'm always listening to Louis Armstrong. Yeah, you know, we, I love Harry Connick. We have a whole no, we're festival like, and don't play any of it. Right, right. So I think it's like that for them where it's kind of like you grow up in that. You're, you know, it's kind of whatever. But the festival. Right, not all of us are, are trannies drunk on Bourbon Street. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, dude. Not uh, all of these are like alien, you know, believers or whatever. It's a very like chill 
it's like if Kenner was in the middle of the desert or I don't know some small city. You know, there's no it's like tall neat, buildings. Though, that they're the in America. They're the alien. They're the, conspiracy it is, it is hub. the hub, dude. It is. It is it's ground Jerusalem. zero. Right, yeah. For alien believers. So I had to do it, man. Like, it, it coincided, and I was like, man, I finished the story. Let, let's do it. And it was awesome. Good experience. Sold out of books. Nice. Uh, yeah, T-shirts, too. I seen I Buddy Wayne had Yeah, one. man. T-shirts, uh, I got those. Yeah, he was wearing it last night. Yeah, yeah. it was awesome. Um, So, <laughs> yeah, you can go to LottieInc.com, <laughs> pick up a shirt. Get your own book. <laughs> Get your own T-shirt at LottieInc.com. If you're not into the book, dude, the T-shirt's actually really cool looking. So I think I'm going to do more... Um, alien type gear. Yeah, it's a good idea. You know what I mean? Like it's fun. People love that shit. I like it. Oh, uh, and I'm calling it Alien Wear. Uh, w e a r. Oh, yes. Like oh, play on the words. Yeah, yeah, that's fucking. Do you awesome. need to make a dress with your characters on it, like a skater dress, but it's think- all tiled with the little helmet or whatever? I'm thinking about doing the the Leslie print that you have over there. I was, Dude, that's I, one of that my was, favorites. That was honestly that was the original. I was gonna do two shirts, but I just I. Didn't have time to uh, mess with it, so I'm going to take out the outline, the circle, yeah. and it's just going to be a circle with her sitting in the thing, Dude, like on the wicked. shirt. I want the fucking printed hoodie that looks like the outfit. Oh, oh shit. Oh, that would be sick. Dude, I mean, you could zip up in the front. Yeah, oh, they do that stuff. Yes, yep. yes. That would be Dude, a fucking bomb, that's bro. That's wicked. Holy shit. Fuck. That would be cool. Yep. All right. Just in time for Christmas at <laughs> LottieInc.com. Yeah. You get the little hoodie and a printed comic book for you know under $475. <laughs> a small donation to Kickstarter. He'll draw he draw you in it. <laughs> right, it, might, it might take, take four a few years. years. Yeah, right. <laughs> you'll be in there. <laughs> and it's crazy, man. When I did the Kickstarter, I remember people like Tyreed. Everybody was giving me shit, y'all. Everybody was like giving me hell, man. Everybody thought it was because it was so late. Oh yeah, late laddie. <laughs> they had a whole thing. So that drove me. Hey, man. Four, that four drove pages me. in, everybody put the book down. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, something else we did recently together: Wildcat wrestling at at Shamrock Triple X. Loved it. Was that fucking fun or what? I loved it. Are man. you a huge wrestling fan or? I draw the WWE a- book. I've been doing those for the last. Few what? Weeks. Yeah, yeah. That's what I've been working on nonstop. WWE. They get their own comic book. Yeah. So I, I worked That's on number awesome. seven and number eight. Number seven's already out. I don't even have a copy of it. What, the uh, what is the comic book about? The wrestlers? Yeah, it's just the the one I'm working on is like Dean Ambrose and Sasha Banks are. In Wyatt County, so they're fighting like the Wyatt family in the woods, and it's kind of got this, um, you know, like horror vibe to it. Huh. Is it, it kind of like fun? a deliverance? I mean, you're a wrestling fan, right? Yeah, I like it. The, the newer, I'm, I'm more into like the classic characters, uh, but no, nah, I had a blast, man. It's, it's really the cool. Classics. <laughs> yeah, right. I just want to draw Hogan. <laughs> <laughs> just want more Batman. The, one of the covers, uh, the dude did a cover for the book I worked on is a Roddy Piper cover, so I want to get my hands on that. All right. Well, dude, oh, you also cool. got you did some artwork for the Wildcat guys. Yeah, th- there's artwork y'all haven't seen yet too. What? Um, so I did the the al- the uh, DVD cover for their Halloween special, but we're oh, not releasing on. it yet. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, dude, that's, that's awesome. gonna be badass, bro. It's all right. I mean, it's cool. It came out cool. That's fun. Is there a favorite wrestler for you to draw? Like, if you go that out of out of the Wildcat, out of any wrestling organization, your favorite guy. This would who I'd want to draw the most. Can't be Roddy Piper. I mean, you can like but him, I haven't. But- I haven't delved, in, in, delved into the world too much. So when I was doing Plans for Zombies and Ghostbusters last year at the same and Night Stars 3, at the same time I was doing WWE samples. So before the book even came out, they were asking me to do samples for it. And I got really, really close. I'm glad I didn't get it because I never would have been able to do it. I would have had to turn down something. You know what I mean? Uh, and it's just kind of funny. I was still on the list, and they were like, hey, man, we're we're having some issues with this issue. You want to come in and, and do some work on it? I'm like, yeah, and I did some, and it carried over to issue the next issue. So Sweet. I told him I was like, hey, I'm, I'm here. 
You got, I got two months if y'all want to do some more stuff. Dude, that's fun. Nice. Yeah. So that Ghostbusters, you're still doing that? I'm, no, I'm not doing any Ghostbusters right now, but I think I'm going to do a print this week if I have time because uh, I have a cool idea for a Ghostbusters poster. So no, I haven't done any more Ghostbusters, but I got I just found out I'm going to do the new Plants vs. Zombies. So I'm doing another one of those starting in September. I think I start September 14th or September, right around there. Do they make you play a certain amount of that game just so that you know what the hell you're drawing? No, man. And I, I tell people this all the time. I didn't really know what it was. I kind of knew what it was, but I didn't know what it was. Um, man, it's way bigger than I had ever imagined. And it's I like like variants of things. I like like all the little figures and stuff like that. And there's so many different versions of them. So I eat it up. They give They send me the style guides. And um, I love looking at like, oh, these are the beach ones, you know. These are the like, uh, <laughs> these are the, the Wild West versions. These are the, you know, the pirate versions. So I try to like throw in those on the panel. I try to kind of keep them like uniform a little bit. Uh, yeah, dude, Plants vs Zombies is huge with younger kids, man. It really is. But it's a fun book. It's a fun little series. I don't know why it's not a cartoon yet. To be honest with you, it's cool. Well, it's, it's got to start comic book first, right? Yeah, and I it's a New York Times bestseller, man. Like, it's no huge. Shit, dude, it's that's huge. Awesome. And I had no clue. So, very... Um, I didn't I didn't have a grasp on him the first time around on Battle Extravaganzo. And now that I kind of do, now that I'm like a year deep, you know, I got the toys all over the house and stuff like that now. Uh, <laughs> like, I shoot them at my problem. cat and yeah. stuff, dude. It's so fun. It's taking over. But, uh, so now I'm kind of... I told him in the email the other day. I was like, nah, dude, I've been, I've been chomping at the bit. I want to get my, another shot at this. Now that I... I'll, you know, spend time with it, dude. That's <laughs> killing. Let's, let's do it. <laughs> you seen the new Spider-Man movie? Nah, that, I'm not going to. Probably not. Oh. <laughs> Probably not. You would like it, man. It's. Really... I, I'm. I'm just done with the fucking race swap and the sex swap. I, I'm just over it, man. What? I don't. Whoa, I don't like it when they change. I said this on M Hog oh. the other day, but I don't like it when they change. Uh, dude, I don't like it when they took Superman under ruse away. You know what I mean? What? I dude, what I don't, bro. About? I'm What's so different like, about I'm, the Spider Man though. Well, they keep changing all the characters. Like they keep changing them from where they were in the comics, and I'm just but like, don't his friend wasn't Asian in the regular book, right? No, Flash Thompson wasn't like a Pakistani honor roll student or whatever it is. Uh, no, nah, it's just I don't know. It's just lame. <laughs> and I don't like the dude. I don't like the. I don't. I don't necessarily dislike him as a human. And you know, he seems like a nice guy off off screen. Oh, no. But uh, I just I, man, he just seems like a whiny like Weasley kid for Spider Man, like too Weasley for Peter Parker. No, he's, hey, he's funny, better man. than Tobey Maguire. I, I I didn't like Toby. wasn't Toby was great at the time, but you got to think that what was that like two thousand one, two thousand two. Um. I like the last guy, dude. I like Garfield. I thought he was an he was a horrible Peter Parker, but he was an amazing Spider Man. I thought it was good oh boy, too. Way I to like go that into that one. No, but it's he was Spider Man. Well, no intention, but <laughs> no, he, uh, yeah. he him as Spider Man was, f- and dude, and he had so much heart in those movies. You could say whatever you want, dude. Yeah. Amazing Spider Man Two was rolling. Man. He had so oh, which much. Which one's heart. Amazing Spider Man? We talking about somebody else? Oh, uh, that's the one where like Gwen Stacy was in it, oh, and, and she that. dies, and all. Man, he dude, he just had so much heart. <laughs> I thought you were still right. talking about. So my the only Tony comic book movies Tim seen, no one else did. <laughs> right. <yeah. laughs> what about the new Thor trailer, <laughs> dude? I, I will say this, oh, man. Oh wait, come okay. On. So I'm pretty okay. much like out on all of them. Okay. Right. Okay. Get okay. okay. with it. Okay. I'm, I'm so burnt. And me and Tyreed have we're agreed on this. We're kind of like burnt on the Marvel. Well, and DC's know, just a freaking disaster. Shut the fuck up. But, uh, <laughs> dude, that Thor trailer was fucking rolling, man. It was so good. <laughs> I loved it, dude. Uh, I did. The no, newest I, dude, one? Dude, the I loved one? it. They're playing Retro Wave. I ate it up. I, I, I probably watched it three times in a row. 
I loved it. Are you fucking kidding me? I, I fucking loved <laughs> See, it. See, I hate it. It had Kirby Tech in the background and stuff like that. I ate it up. I must man. be missing something. Convince me to like this. I watched the short trailer, the okay. first one that came out, and okay. I'm like, all right, you know what? I don't like the Thor movies. He's my least favorite yeah, character, and but it looks kind of cool. The short trailer, and then they came out with the long one to where they put a lot into it, and I got to see more of the movie, and I'm like, oh god, I'm not going to watch that. I ate it up. I love really. It. Um, I, I and maybe it was, it was Magic it, Sword because they have this retro sucked, wave though. band Magic Sword playing as the soundtrack music. Uh, that to me is Guardians of the Galaxy or that world. Like the Guardians of the Galaxy seemed like the '80s uh, Marvel thing. Like why? Are you I, I agree with that. Like, let's not like, do the '80s thing again. That was dumb. Like just but they, the only '80s, the only '80s the, part about it was really the logo at the end. Like they did that retro logo. Yeah, why? I, I because because Hollywood is fucking dumb, dude. Right. And if one thing goes right in Hollywood, they just do it over and over and over and over and over again. You know what I mean? Like if, hey, this movie, we're going to do a book of a movie about a magician. So they do 12 magician stories. Hey, we're doing superheroes now. And they just do, they flood the mark. Instead, early, post-2000 to like what? Like 2008, 2009. Comic book movies were rare. And so when they happened, there was a little more like Ang Lee Hulk was nothing like any Marvel movie today. You know, uh, the Dark Knight trilogy is nothing like anything they're putting out now. And they had a lot more, I don't know, I guess more personal. They, they You could take more chances because you weren't, they you didn't have an take audience. More chances, you were building one instead of trying to take advantage of and, one. And this is like Tyreed says all the time, dude, It was it, it's formulaic now and it kind of gets a little boring and a little burnt out. Oh, um, I don't like, like I said, dude, I'm, I'm a purist. I want to see the comics that I watched. I want to see the comics that I read come to life. Don't start switching things on me and all this dumb nonsense that they do. <laughs> yeah. It's so fucking stupid. Well, well uh, calm uh, down. Be cool. Go no, back no, to no, Happy it just Land. Me nuts, man. It, you, <laughs> when you get angry with the beard, it's a little more intense. Oh, it's, it's serious, it dude? It yeah, man. I grew and then, up. And now he, he's, he's uh, reverted right back to where he was, man. Right, right. <laughs> it's turning back into a man, Tyree. Thank you. He's, he's, such, a, he's such a fucking douchebag, dude. Why? He's just, <laughs> been, he's just telling us what he feels. <laughs> All right, thanks for calling, Chris. Yeah. All right, later. <laughs> All right, guys, y'all have a good night. All right, man. PPV guys coming up second hour. All right, so we were talking about the movies. You got a little passion on now, and I'm scared yeah, to yeah, ask yeah, you yeah. anything else. Yeah, man, I, I, it's just... All right, so I, Todd like, McFarlane. Remember Sin City? Sin City was like literally the book. You could pick up the book, and there it was on the screen. You know, like uh, 300. You could pick up the book, and there it was on the screen. So my whole life, I'm waiting to see... So I'm a purist like that. I just want to see those characters. Don't don't turn it into something different. So maybe or, or like Supergirl. Cool we'll I bring up like Supergirl once. They changed uh, Jimmy Olsen. It's, it's not even the. It's not even Jimmy Olsen anymore. You know. Yeah, you care too much about these books. <laughs> I, well, Burn I mean, em. but at this point, I'm kind of like walking. Now. now I'm in a, a different area. I'm just into different <laughs> books now. Well, you were talking about the older comic book movies. Tom McFarlane got to do. I'm going to say got to do because man, Tom right. McFarlane's a pretty cool story to me. And What's Spawn? He got to do the movie with Spawn. Right. And he did a lot for to have creative control over that movie. He, like, did some crazy deals. We're talking about the new movie coming out that he's but, supposedly working on, right? Well, no. back in the day, also, he, like, signed some kind of crazy contract to where he didn't make... I don't know. I don't remember it. But I know it was some kind of stipulation. Like, him having creative control is a big deal. Holy I shit. I watched the old Spawn movie. That's rough. Yeah, it's bad. You but took think a about character the time of it. You know what I mean? Like I the, think I liked it back then. I remember going to see it in the theater, and I like see what happens is back then there was so few and far between. The fact that Spawn was on the on the 
dude, I'm at an image book being on a on a movie screen and what what was it? Like 97 Spawn came out, something like that, 97, 98. That's a big deal, dude. So even if it was like kind of kind of lame and kind of like a B movie, it was still Spawn on the big screen, man. Like that's crazy. It's not like it was where you have what what you think? Like 5, 6 a summer, you know? Right. Uh and they just handled it and they all had their own personality. It wasn't all the same I guess that's probably more of what it is. The Marvel movies is just this one long story now, and I guess you don't get to to mix it up enough. Um, dude, so, Angley Hulk. I thought Angley Hulk was a really cool movie, dude. Which one is that? That was the first Hulk movie, and there's a lot of um, they do a lot of like panels on the screen where it might be like three shots is on the with, same with screen. Norton? Yeah, no, that was the one before. That was with Eric Bana and uh, Nick Nolte. Okay, and uh, oh, Jennifer shit. Garner. Or Jennifer Conley. I didn't even think I've seen that one. Oh, man. it's Visually, it's so cool. And there's these real, like, subtle moments where they're, like, zooming in on it. Man, Ang Lee just, like, went for it. And it's just, like, no other comic book movie. And it's got some silly parts in it where you got to, eh, you know, whatever. But overall, it was gorgeous, man. And some people hated it. Uh, but, yeah, like, now it's all Tom McFarlane's got to stay true to Spawn, right? Because he can't kind of not. He's the creator of it. I don't know what they're going to do with Spawn because they've been talking about this movie for a long time. And when Spawn came out in the 90s, think about think about 90s era, dude. Everything was kind of like everybody was into like end of days and like Satan, you know, the, the world's going to end and oh, darkness and witchcraft. The, the, the craft is out. But I'm saying that was the vibe then and we're not really in that vibe anymore. So how do you play Spawn? You can't, if I was, I hope they make it like a horror movie. I hope I hope so, they don't do a according superhero. According to what movie. I read, he you're not really going to see Spawn. He's okay. just lurking around the shadows, like it, it's from a different perspective. Because you're right, the '80s was like, here's your ultimate anti-hero. He's pretty much a a demon from hell, right? But yet somehow he gets turned into be the good guy. It was the ultimate anti-hero. I mean, you can't get much worse than the devil, right? Right? Yeah, and anti-authority. I guess dude, Spawn was. Th- Man, that was like the biggest book in the world, dude. Who who hasn't who doesn't have Spawn number one, you know? Um, so I hope he doesn't. I'm a big McFarlane fan. That was like my hero as a kid. Big time hero as a kid. So I hope he does a good job. I don't he's never directed anything. I, I really don't know what we're walking into here. Right. And when, when is it going to come out? Because they've been talking about this <laughs> forever, dude. Forever. If he, if he draws as fast as, if he gets movies made as fast as you draw comic books. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> 2029. <laughs> it's his retirement program. <laughs> dude, we got to talk about something fun before break. All right, what you All got? Right? Basketball. All right. Holy shit, dude. The Pelicans. Oh, man. Do you think Rondo is this a good pickup? I like, I like Rondo because I like chippy players. I like guys that are angry. Me and, too. And, you, oh, you know Building I mean, I the like new bad guys. guys, yeah, dude. If that's where we go, cool. I'm in. Um, the odds of at least <sighs> seeing it one technical game with Rondo. And <laughs> dude, he was trying Russell. to like trip people last season and stuff like that. Like he was on the bench injured and he's trying to trip players on the floor. I love. I like chippy guys like that. And Boogie's a chippy dude. Boogie Brow and the Thug. But dude, get rid of friggin' Drew Holiday. I think he's. Oh please! He's, he's I was garbage, so pissed man. when they re-signed him. Why? Dude, and that's Dell Demps. And so I'm not as much in the basketball anymore just because I hate the Warriors and I but can't. How do you hate the Warriors? I can't stand them, dude. You they play I, they play pussy ball. Yeah, but they fit them they're making the NBA incredible. No, they're ruining it. They're, they're, Why destroying, you say that? they're destroying the NBA. You don't think other teams had to take chances and build different kind of teams? No, because so that what they you're doing is this them? super team bullshit is is destroying small market teams. So when Toronto comes to town, do you really want to go? No. 
You know, because every team in the 90s and early 2000s, they would have a superstar. So even if the Rockets sucked, I would go to that game because Tracy McGrady might drop 40. You know what I mean? I'd at least get to see somebody on a great level. Not that all NBA players aren't great in their own right. Right, right. But now, dude, how how bogus is that, dude? You're a 73-9 and team, and then you get one of the biggest superstars to come play for you? That's so... Dude, when we used to play when we were kids, I would rather stick with the team I lost with because it would be more gratifying to beat that other team with the team you just lost with. Like, that's... I, what a... That's not an accomplishment, man. It's, it's just been not, happening dude. for a while. The Warriors might have just no. It's been going on since the Celtics, probably. I mean, uh, look at with the LeBron big James going to Miami again. Shaquille you're, did it. You're with quote unquote teams. the greatest player on the planet. Yeah, but when Shaq went with Kobe, Kobe was a rookie, and it was not the same thing. You didn't know what Kobe was going to be. Uh, yeah, it was you're not. Right. The, dude, you're right. It was not right. the same thing. Um, when you get the best superstars to go all play on the same team, does nobody else feel like that? You know what I mean? It's I kinda, do. It's and cheap, dude. I remember watching Michael Jordan back in the day. They weren't winning championships. He, he took him, what, seven, eight years to beat the Pistons? And, right. And, and so you, you went through that journey teams. with him. You yes. got him. You watched him. So when he did win, fuck, fucking right, and, dude. I mean, the know? supporting cast, they didn't bring in huge names. Like, I remember when it was uh, okay. when Scottie Pippen and B.J. B. Armstrong and Horace Grant. Like, them dudes kind of came into their own when they were there. They were in-house, I mean, yeah. Yeah, Bill Cartwright with that weird-ass shot in his, uh, and, his child that's, abuse that's, commercials. That, that's the line. <laughs> uh, but that's, that, what, what are the child uh, abuse commercials? Oh, Bill Cartwright it used to zoom in, uh-huh. like, and then the camera would go up from, like, his shoes, and you're like, Jesus, they show you how gigantic a man he is. Uh-huh. And he's like, how would you like if somebody like my size was looking down on you? No way. Yeah, it was, it was intense. Eight hundred and abuse. <laughs> you just turned into a fucking freak over there. Jesus <laughs> Christ, <laughs> man! Well, I thought you'd be home a couple of hours ago, oh. and what, I what, put everything away. What, so what I is did, this? Pizza? You had just called me. I would have known. What dinner did. ready is a pizza. Honey, please don't be so loud. Please don't let go of me. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Do you want to see what hurts? Bill Cartwright, how would you like it if somebody muscles was looking down on you? All right, we're back with Bulls versus Celtics. <laughs> what the I'm fuck? your host, the Entertainment Zone, sitting next to me, Tim Lottie with color commentary. <laughs> Jesus, Mayday, you really, dude, he went all the way for you, Tim. I don't even have that I, on dude, the notes it's, it's or so nothing. It's so awesome when the Why kid jumps, when the slap happens, oh, yeah. and he always does that little jump on the steps. Yeah. <laughs> I remember seeing that for the first time. I was like, that is the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. It would always come on in the afternoon. Like, you're watching, like, Star Trek Next Gen or Batman the Animated (laughs) Series, and there's this pizza's, you know, Dinner Ready is Pizza commercial. Oh, it's the best. God, dude. That was my commercial. Yeah, well, it's jumping. Yeah, the jumping. And the poor thing is, he's, like, playing with a little toy or truck, (laughs) and then all of a sudden, he's just, like, you know, like somebody zapped him. (laughs) I wonder how much of that was acting, because he's so young. Did he just hear the sound? Oh, yeah, I bet you they fucking just No, casting was like, all right, somebody go out and find me an abused kid. <laughs> Shouldn't be that hard around this city. <laughs> God, dude. It's like the horse when the stick cracks. A kid just a natural. <laughs> what? Like a, a horse, if you beat him too much with a stick, then like they could be real peaceful. But then if you crack that stick, oh, really? go fucking, yeah, they uh, go crazy. I didn't know that, man. So you go get that little, you know, poor tortured child and you just, <laughs> it's crack not the acting, stick? it just happens. <laughs> just raise your voice and you little bastard trembles. Boy, he sold that commercial though. Oh yeah, right? Was that Corey Feldman? <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Man, they kept calling him Corey Haim the whole night. People yeah. would be like, What do you like, mean that Corey Feldman is yeah. not Corey Haim? People would get all pissed off. I know. Hey, no, on. it's Corey Haim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Keep got him back with the tray. Uh, Triceratops. Oh, whatever the shit it was. Yeah. It was like you already horns. couldn't see because there were so many people and a lot of them were really tall. Yeah. And then he walks up with that me. thing, dude. Can you God. imagine the people behind him? They must have been pissed. I know. We went full circle. Tim, <laughs> I don't know. You hanging around next yeah, hour? Yeah, yeah, You're yeah. going, you got to draw. No, no. I'm, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> good. Because there's actually been a change made to an original story, turning the cowboy from white to black. We're going to talk about that oh. next hour. It's uh, always on Alpha cowboy. versus Beta. Uh, the Greg from Brobridge show, fucking assholes. They they tried to do a 48-second film fest. Mayday's got some audio from that because we know you didn't go listen to it. <laughs> Benson speaks. We got a bunch of shit. We'll be back with it. Coming up at break, Naughty Palace. Dude, check them out. They'll be playing with Zombies Eating Sheep and the fucking Void. Woo! Welcome to the occult at Southport Hall. Southport, Southport Hall. Hall. September Southport 9th. Hall. September 9th. So this will give you a little sneak peek into the Naughty snippet. Palace. Not Real Radio, 79. <laughs> You're listening to Not Real Radio. Not Real Music. Not Real News. Not Real Guests. Not Real Reviews. Subscribe to one of the many ways you can listen. SoundCloud. iTunes. Stitcher. Google Play Music. YouTube. Or your favorite podcast app. Listen live Sunday nights at 8 p.m. on MixLR. Or just visit NotRealRadio.com. Where you can buy a t-shirt. Make a donation. Transcending Radio. One show at a time. Not Real Music. Not Real News. Not Real Guests. Not Real Reviews. Thank you for listening. NotRealRadio.com.
just for me Hell no, baby Something never leaves the face And fall to the ground And the wind blows Naughty Palace, you can see him with Zombies Eating Cheap and The Void, September 9th. Welcome to the Occult at Southport Hall. Southport Hall. You can check out Naughty Palace. They got a Facebook page. They got a website, NaughtyPalace.com. I'm sharing it right now. Go to Zombies Eating Cheap, ZombiesEatingCheap.com. Check out details of the show. Go to the event. Click that you're going. I don't know why. It just feels fun. I like when the show's getting closer and you see like, all right, people might actually potentially be there. It helps you get through the, the moment, the unfun moments, just the, the anticipation that people might actually want to appreciate the time and effort you put into it. That's going to be a weird show. Yeah. Uh, expect nothing left from us, but ah, dude, it's going to be cool. I'm looking forward to it. We got a bunch of shit we're pulling out on this one. It's yeah. going to be fun. Okay. $200 Amazon order. <laughs> Already. <laughs> pulling out all the stops. <laughs> All right, local entertainment news. The entertainment 
Czar, yours truly, went on Alpha versus Beta. I think Mayday's got a clip. Oh, you listen to it a little bit and you scan through it. Yeah. What'd you think? I did a horrible job? You want to listen to the little clip and then we'll listen? All right, we'll sure. Don't you be afraid of him if he should visit you. He's a great big coward, so I'll tell you what to do. Fucking hush, hush, hush. hush, hush. Say what? Here comes the boogeyman. Paul's fat cock. That you're a crocodile. Shoo, shoo. Alpha versus Beta Podcast. All up in that ass. All up in that ass. Please come out the closet. Please. So, what's up, Troxlosis? Paul, how are you? Doing all right, sir. P. Doty. We got the czar in the house. What up? Entertainment czar. Woogie, woogie, woogie. He isn't wearing his uh, czar hat, but that's okay. (coughs) What does that mean? I have to work on that. I gotta get some construction paper. Your head is a symbol at this point. I know. You see that, huh? I look good. <laughs> That's a symbol right in front of us. Look good. We can't see angle. each other. Let me do it. There right you down. go. Oh, this oh cool. welcome to the show. Is that racist? <laughs> yeah, it's kind of racist, <laughs> I guess. You guys went. Corey Feldman last night. Unfortunately, I had to miss that. Got a weird feeling about it, man. Like, I can't say it was good, but that dude performed his fucking ass off for like two hours. Man. Wait, you said on your post <laughs> that it disgusted you, yeah, that so people what? went to see it. Hey, I'm so a lot of troll. You don't mean troll that. Any motherfucking way, I want to troll. Oh, okay. you can, but you're saying you didn't mean it. You don't think that. You just wanted to upset people. You yeah, were like, I apologize you were for the. I apologize the for the moron comment. I shouldn't have said that. I didn't mean to say that one. <laughs> All right, we're fucking out. Eat a dick. Good to see you. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that sums it up. God, yeah, really. I skimmed through it, and it's kind of like, all right. The show went all over the place. True alpha versus beta, you know, fashion. Uh-huh. I tried to assume another character. Like when I went, you know, when yeah, I go on yeah, these yeah. different shows, I try to, incognito. I want to absorb the show sure. and, and represent what that show is. Right. So I think it did all right. We all went all over the place. We talked about all kinds of, of crazy shit. And I tried to just be me and be honest or what I think me, that person, would be honest about. <laughs> on that show. Right. <laughs> he tried poking at me. He went to the to Mayday and I's uh, altercation. He, he went to that to try to get some dirt. So I'm like, all right, he's fishing around for a good story. So, I don't know. It's weird when you go do that. He was behind a drum set, too? Yeah, sitting behind a drum set. All I could see was a symbol for a <laughs> really? while. Like where his head would be. It's yeah. just like that emoji or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't see the man behind Yeah, the and then he moved it, and it, that didn't work out well. <laughs> we talked about fighting. What kind of like fight? I knew, I like... knew what I had to go in there with, right? It's alpha right. versus beta. I had to yeah. go in, and, you know. Guns blazing. Right. So, I figured I beat him at everything to the punch. <laughs> like I listened to that show enough to know what they were going to do So I tried to beat them to the punch I think I did a little bit I threatened violence on Dodie <laughs> I tried to instigate violence from Dodie to another person Yeah, the, the norm Yeah yeah. I talked about that. fighting a little bit You know, you got to do that Right And, and then the feminism, the- I tried to throw that in And go to maybe politics and society's fucked up I hit on those uh, I think, Oh, well. that's always a fun one Yeah And then I guess tried to be like honest about our projects and shit I don't Sure know. It was kind of fun. It always sucks though, because you're like you're representative of all those things, things you do, right? And you don't want to fuck up. But like, it's fun to go be a guest for a little while because yeah, I think it helps you learn what it's like to be a guest. And in that, and you kind of reflect you on can, what you're doing when you have to talk about it. Yeah, it's it's hard to go. All right, now I'm gonna be the interesting one. Hit them right. with some kind of story or some outlandish idea that'll spark some interest. Hmm. But at the same time, you're trying to sell yourself right. and your projects. Right. It's like, oh fuck. Nobody's going to listen to this after that. Nobody's (laughs) listening to this to listen to that. (laughs) It's very confusing.
I don't know. It was kind of fun, though. Those guys are cool. I love them dudes. Fucking Paul Underwood. I was going to say. Hell. Yeah. yeah, he's cool. He's kind of opening up a little bit around me. I like that. Yeah, Paul's a great guy, yeah. man. And Shane, uh, you know, oh, I don't have to explain Jesus, Shane at this right? point. And Dodie, just his passion, like the fact that he could go off at any moment. <laughs> That's fucking really intense. And it was kind of disappointing, though. And he's like, no, I was just trolling. It's like, dude, you're going to make a comment <laughs> right. like that to promote. He's like, I'm trying to promote my show. I think at one point in the show, I said something about, man, you ought to do like a cat locked in a fucking hot car. Oh, yes. But then, you know, videotape it and put the the flyer in the shot somehow. Try to get it viral on YouTube. <laughs> I insulted Dodie really bad at one time, too. Like, I said something. You know how you say those things and people go, do you you regret anything you say? It was one of them, yeah, I regretted it. I was like, damn, that was low and fucked up. But at the time, I was kind of joking. But then the next day of thinking back, I told him I'll take my life of video games over your little family life of of, of picking up rat turds. Yeah, I did. I, like, insulted his family. (laughs) That was fucked up. I did feel bad about that. I'm like, Damn. man, because they're innocent. But yet, he put them on Facebook, so fuck Oh, it. yeah. Fair like, game. open season. <laughs> <laughs> you use your family to promote your band, I'm taking you out. <laughs> I don't know. Dodie's one of them, dude, you, he says a lot of shit, so he's got to also be able to absorb it, which, hey, only one person I know that needs to absorb more shit than him is Cheese. And that show didn't even get posted this week because for the third week in a row. Wine and cheese didn't go live because cheese forgot to take it off of private. <laughs> and then when we listened back, the audio was so horrible, which I was responsible for setting. Are you serious? That we didn't even post it. What? Yeah, he said something. His mic wasn't on, but I know the mic doesn't have an on-off switch. Really? When I monitored it early in the night, uh-huh. I heard it. Right. But then I take the headphones off. We start doing the show. I don't know. We got. What is this? We're doing the show. It didn't air. Oh, it is now. Oh. <laughs> With Mayday's help, anything is possible. Gotcha. Well, it ain't Wednesday, Mayday, so yeah, help's not needed on that aspect. I don't know. The house oh, is good. Co- co- I was just going to say, it's kind of what tanking a little bit, maybe? What, wine and cheese? <laughs> that motherfucker's a roller coaster, pal. <laughs> We're on the downswing. You're fucking right. <laughs> Dude, it's me and cheese in charge of things that have to work. Like, yeah. fuck. Good luck. <laughs> Neither one of them. I might don't be, think he knew. <laughs> being able to insult other people, but yeah, right. when it comes to plugging in and getting shit like that to work, <laughs> it's a whole nother ball game. Uh, last week we did the forty-eight minute farty. audio. It was project. real farty. Oh, Allie, come on. <laughs> it was a farty film fest. I'm sorry. You she made went one low mistake. Even Pickle didn't go lowbrow with that. Look, everybody else does fart jokes. I mean, I'm doing it. (laughs) Who did a fart joke tonight? Like all of those shitty shows that Yeah, they're shitty shows. That's why they do fart (laughs) jokes. Dicks and cocks and this guy's dick and this guy's asshole and they fuck them in the asshole. Yeah, I don't listen to those kind of shows nor do those kind of shows. All right, well. We didn't have all that back in my day. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Go ahead. So Jack Lock was on last week. I think it went really well. I had a good time. It was fun. All right. Ain't got nothing to say oh, now. Yeah, you do that, you but it's to, unexpected. Like, we word? don't know that you... want me to say a word wrong? Or is, maybe that'll inspire you. Why don't you make fun greatness. of me for having a bladder condition having to go to the bathroom? Why don't you fucking do that or make fun of me for having to eat? <laughs> 
I don't give a fuck. I can make fun of people too. Yeah, yeah Jack rocks the shit. We played. We did the show last week. It was awesome. Everybody already heard that show. And then we went to the show he was talking about, which is House of Goats at Babylon last night. And House of Goats played, and Jack Lock Rock Show played, and they both played at the same time, and they played separately. And there was another band that opened called Black Creole. We didn't see them, but they were gay too. They were all hugging on each other. And then, uh, oh yeah, it was a night of man love, dude. I, and then, uh, yeah, we saw Buddy's band, and it was too loud, and unfortunately, we couldn't stay in there very long. I tried. It was just really loud, and my ears were just done. I guess the whole night was very, you know. So see, I talked about the show. What would you like to say about it, Zartone? Till the Greg from Brobridge show decides they're going to do the 48-second audio project <laughs> and do it before us so right. that they could be the first, but right. yet they didn't even do the same thing. So right. we were still the first 48-minute right. audio minute. project. Yep. But they did some fucking disaster. They called the 48-second audio project. And if you're wondering out there what we're going up against, this is our competition. And... <laughs> Oh, Lincoln Park, man. Lincoln Park. That dude's a whiny little bitch. He needs to just fucking kill himself, man. That's not nice, dude. I put my trust in you. You sound like a whiny bitch, and you should kill yourself too, man. You, you want to know what's really going on? In the first hour, the Greg from Bowbridge show, oh, no. we're going to do the first ever 48-minute Studio project. I'm ready for this. So we're gonna spin the wheel. Of spin dance. it once for me, Kevin. <laughs> and it lands on dicks. Dicks. <laughs> well, so dicks it's just by chance dicks. landed on dick. <laughs> dicks are 75 percent of what we talk about. And it's like, so. it's like it aliens. It's like and it goes on for quite a while about more penises. About each other's dick, God, dude, dude I was I like, wait, that. really? Kept on skipping. I was like, what? These boys really like forty-minute cockfest. <laughs> oh yeah. Hey, some people are listening to that, so but yeah, they they like it. Yeah, these dudes love that shit. <laughs> I like how they imitated the wheel sound. That was kind of funny. Oh, that was impressive. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah, they only had one speed. Yeah. <laughs> go, go, go. They had a multi-speed wheel. Oh, man. I tell you what, though. After watching House Goes in Jacklock, you know, I had one thought. I was like, you know what? After two hours of Corey Feldman watching Jacklock and fucking K-Goat sing in the same microphone doing duet together, that was the gayest thing We're I've seen all weekend. News yeah. like, holy shit. Their lips oh, almost touched great. quite a few times. Ah, ah, oh, yeah. Really? Oh, it was, it was oh. interesting. You wonder why there's no women at these shows. It's like, man, there's a bunch of dudes kissing. Dude, it's like. fucking sausage fest. <laughs> <laughs> Most of the women there look like men, too, so it's not really they bad. Did a, they did a damn good job of all fitting in Babylon. You had two drum sets. You had House of Goats and Jack Lock Rock Show playing it simultaneously. There, Jack Lock Rock Show's playing and Osvaldo is playing drums. The next thing you know, Bigo just starts setting up a drum kit in the middle of a song. And it hey. happens so fast. Next thing you know, he's playing drums. You're like, what the Ooh, fuck? Ha, net. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like that. That was fun. That is what you expect to see with House of Goats and Jack Lock playing in Babylon. I think it was fun. Have oh, a good yeah, time, Did you have a good night? I did. Yeah. I did have a good night. It was, uh, it was for, I had to kind of bail out shortly after they finished. It was kind of packed and the smoke level was 
dangerously critical in Mayday's <laughs> life. Asphyxiated. So, yeah, I was uh, I was going down quickly. Yeah, they didn't have like any vape dudes in there. It was just all oh, real God, cigarettes. Oh, thank God, dude. I couldn't like, imagine <laughs> if that would have, I would have been out of there quick. <laughs> it's the going out two nights in a row thing. God, dude. like I know how much I can take. Like yeah. now, as a oh yeah. Did you hey? Did you find? And I found what? when I got there. That I was like, I'm okay, I'm okay. And then as soon as I got there and had my first drink, I was like, I couldn't get started, dude. I was fading instantly. I was like, oh, God, this is bad. You know what I mean? Just like, I've got nothing. I gave it all last night and today, and now you want it again? It's he had a like... little bit left, but he gave it to Paul, the Uber driver. <laughs> yeah. Dude, hey, dude that was Tim, good. he was shaking the fucking Uber driver while he's driving. shaking Motherfucker, you don't remember. Oh, yeah, dude, you were grabbing him and saying, what yeah. do you think I said, <laughs> Paul? What do you think? What do you... And the guy was like, yeah. Blah, dude, he's yeah. in the middle of telling the guy a story, right? So he's on stage and blah, blah, blah. Hey, you missed your turn. And then he fucking, and he keeps going back into his story. And then the dude yanks the wheel. Oh, yeah, dude. It was a rough ride. He's going, right, Paul? Right, Paul? He's shaking the fucking <laughs> guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah, no wonder why you had nothing left the night after. Like, went there. Mayday was full was throttle. Yeah. Oh, happy come on. Just full to be V, back dude. Full V. Full sweating V. Oh, yeah, sweating. Dude, everybody, when I got red. there, I kind of got there a little bit after everybody. And I was like, man, why is everybody so fucking, like, drenched? And then I came to find out, and I was like, holy shit, dude. It was hot as fucking balls in there. Like, there's so many people. I mean, you were just... There was some body fucking Dude, heat it was heat everywhere. Oh, and eventually yeah. I got there. I was fucking Oh, that's why you start talking to him. You're like, hey, Paul, mind you, you mind if I turn this up? Your AC works in here? You mind if I... <laughs> yeah, is it okay if I touch this? Like, you man, think your arm sweat thing was so bad, so pitiful, and like horrible, and made you cry and everything? Guess what? Try face sweat off of people. Oh, I got my whole face drenched oh, by from what? some gross person sweaty Ew. with their cheek. Hey, how you doing? And it was oh, so freaking sweaty. Oh, that's worse. That happened a few times both nights, actually, Yeesh. Friday and Saturday. Oh, you disinfected, you can't you know? fault them. Yeah, 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 bring some witch hazel with you. Oh, I know, but I'm just saying, you can't fault them. They don't know they're that sweaty, I guess. But, I mean, these people were soaking the fuck you wet. You need, like, some saran And then I'm, like, trying to dry my face off. It's oh, horrible. Man. I think I'm going to go buy one of them contamination unit suits to wear out. <laughs> I just need to quit going out when it's so damn hot. It's just fucking hey, it's too hot. You better hot. get that bitch AC'd in there. I tell you what, at the Zombies Eating Sheep show on uh, September 9th, I don't want nobody to fucking touch nobody else. Everybody stand there in arm's distance like one of them fucking government drills. <laughs> no bumping against each other if you're going to be all sweaty. Put some powder on or something. <laughs> I had to dry them up. I had to get the fucking, uh, man, what's his name? Bro? My boy. Ooh, my dog man. Gargoyle. Gargoyle? <laughs> fucking works the door all the, the time for the deck room. Oh man, yeah. oh, Trevor? Yes. Oh, oh Trev. We had to get Trevor. Trevor with. He's Wait, why have is he have... a gargoyle? I don't yeah. know. He kind of because he sit on that little stool and he won't fucking move. He'll sit there the whole like night. Yeah, like Trevor does. Zone. I don't I've even think he goes there. Yeah, he don't go pee. Nothing. Just sits on that fucking little perch. I'm like, damn, bro, that motherfucker's made out of stone. Look, I'm gonna get him with um, chamois and wipe them motherfuckers down as they come in. If you're coming in, it fucking chamois your Sham ass. Chamois him down. Yeah, I like right. that idea. We'll, we'll pay extra for that, dude. Something happened. I don't know if you saw it, Tim. Uh, uh, Tom Benson. It, uh, dude comes at work. Right, uh, uh, boy, why comes to work one morning? He goes, "Hey, dude, Saints Pelicans big announcement today." He goes, "I heard about it last night on the news, but then nothing really. You know, I've been listening to 870. It's not coming on. They're not saying nothing about it." So we go check the internet, and sure enough, it says, hey, they're going to have a big announcement. So we're like, well, fuck, man. We're, we want to see this. In. We're at work, and we're, like, we're looking right. for any distraction at this moment. Something kind of cool to, to listen to <laughs> or talk about. 
Yeah, so I go and we go and we hunt for and we find, hey, you can go to the official like Facebook page and sign up for this app and get this Saints app so you can see and uh, hear the yeah. the announcement. We're like, oh, man, fuck this. This is stupid, you know? Yeah, why can't I stream it live? It's just right there. Right. So we did find a way from, you know, going to this. I forget how we got to watch it, but we went and found a way to watch it live. So we take a little break and we go to watch this thing. And the big announcement, you find out like right off the bat, is Oshner is going to get the naming rights for the uh, practice field or something. So you're like, oh, you're fucking kidding me. Like, That's your big announcement. That, right? right. To me, it was already announced already. It's an old story. And why do you give it? Nobody gives a fuck about that except for the person cashing the I checks. I don't give a fuck. But it got good <laughs> when they announced Tom Benson. Yeah, that's that happens when you do all that exercise, man. <laughs> Morning, everybody. Where'd she go? I'm right here. <laughs> that's not funny, y'all. Uh, all of you, I think, know my wife, Gail. We'll address her as Mrs. Gail Benson. Yes, sir. <laughs> Thank you. You know, Ashina and the Saints have played. Ashina played a very important part to the Saints. Thank you. You know, our players, coaches, staff, boy, they all like Arsenal. Thank you. And, and the reason is, including me, having spent some time there, you know, you don't like to be in a hospital or a clinic or anything. Thank you. But when they do, you want experts, and they got them. Thank you. Arsenal. Uh, see we're here. Greg's giving me some notes, so let me see what it is. <laughs> yeah, we... Yeah. <laughs> There's something bad about a warning. Listen, we have such... grand fans to, to work with. Great fans. And great faith in Arsenal that take such wonderful care of our of their patients. And it's not only me, it's the players and everybody else that's there. You know, Arsenal, I remember when it wasn't very big. Sure is today. Matter of fact, this cane I got, Mr. Dr. Arsenal gave me. <laughs> See them? Why is it funny? It's really funny? been an outstanding situation See that? <laughs> for us. A great thing to Tom and Gail, and really a great thing for our city to have Ashna here. Yeah, I can't say enough good things about it. I tell you, I do want to again thank the doctors too, and that um, I appreciate all y'all being here. Thank you. Hey, you know, I'm listening to it. I'm like, man. <laughs> No, he's 90, but he must be drinking a little bit. You no, know? he's 90. That's exactly what he's fucking old as shit. Wait, I know he's got Alzheimer's. He's Excuse fucking me. Shit. I know 90-year-olds and fucking somebody right. He's Dude, been that, was, that was the real thing? Yeah. Straight up? No, yeah. it really was. We watched oh, it. Yeah. The poor thing was stumbling. He, he lost like, his place. Yeah. He lost his place on the notes and they couldn't find it. Like, uh, okay. And I think he probably right, couldn't right. see it very well either. He, he lost Gail. Oh, wait. What are we supposed to refer to as? Mrs. Benson. We lost Mrs. 
Benson. Gail Benson. Thank you. Yeah. Gail Benson, right. <laughs> thank Shit. you. Don't fuck thank that up. You. Did you add those thank yous in there? Nope. <laughs> yeah, you fucking did. Those, I, I don't you. remember there being that many thank yous. Thank you. Oh, he's wow. He's very gracious, man. <laughs> so I'm watching, I'm like, you know, I know he's 90, but I'm pretty sure he's fucking drunk. And you know, <laughs> you know, Tom Tradamus. yet again, it, it was a matter of hours before I seen the, the new Dixie beer commercial. Well, I'm glad you held on to it all this time. So we bring this Dixie back to New Orleans. They're going to love it. They're going to love you for holding on to it so long. Well, they're going to love you for helping save it. The whole city's going to be excited. <laughs> the whole city is thrilled. Tom Benson now, proud owner. And, and Mrs. Gail Benson, proud owners. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank <owners>. you. <laughs> From Dixie Beer. Yeah. Next, I heard Tom Benson is going to bring back Ubik Pies. So get ready out there, prisoners. Time for you to have some good-tasting pies and all your favorite flavors. They can bring back the blueberry, the chocolate, apple? the vanilla, apple, oh, of course, apple. You know what I'm talking about. Oh, it's going to be original Ubik Pies, thanks to Tom Benson, dude. Yeah. That's right. Because once he gets a buzz from his Dixie beers, he's going to need a snack <laughs> on something. Oh, God. All right, well, dude, I thought that was pretty interesting. And you know what else I find interesting? What Mayday's got to say. What does Mayday have to say tonight? You know what I got to say, and it's special because you're here, Tim, All right. is that it was a great show this weekend, and y'all did a fantastic job handling it over at Southport Hall. Southport Hall. I just got to say, it was. I was very gracious, you know what I mean? Y'all put on a great show all the way through. I know shit happens and this and that, but I mean, to handle... A thousand plus people, not one incident. Everybody got served drinks. Everybody had a good time. I left great. Paul obviously had a great <laughs> night too. Yeah, you Paul know? didn't even go to yeah. the show. But that made his night because I made it made my night. You oh, know yeah. what I mean? I so, think that was his best rod. Rod all oh, night. Oh yeah, I yeah, would that hope was the so. best Uber. I mean, ever. he drove all the way to fucking Mississippi too. I mean, yeah, he just I'm from Biloxi. I drive all year. Right. I bring people from Biloxi back here. We took that here. fucked up route home, oh, God, and it was right. like. Hey, you're not. Are you bringing us to Biloxi, man? Yeah. Did you update that? Thing? And he played with us. He was like, "Yeah, we're going to Biloxi. Yeah, 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 fun." Like, at that point, I was like, "All right, strap in, we're going." He probably pulled off, and he's like, "I think a orangutan wanted to fuck me." <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you were touching him. You, you were getting it. You broke the touch barrier. All right, well, dude, that's what man has got to say. Good job to Southport Hall, man. He's actually usually it's a complaint, but today man has yeah, got to hey. say something positive. That's beautiful. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Kiss ass. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that wasn't entertaining, so moving on. <laughs> hey, <laughs> nice you know, things are boring. I know, but you know, sometimes you got to do it. Yeah, yep. y'all upset some people in the chat room because y'all making oh, fun really? of the senile old man. Wait, who's upset? Oh, Harry? Because yeah. he's about to be senile. Oh. <laughs> um, Uptown ruler. All right, he uh, might. They might have fat arms too. So fuck <laughs> it. get that a, out the way. It's the whale fucking comments that made you a sensitive bastard. <laughs> <laughs> the whale comments about the fat arms and you can't go anywhere because they're yeah, fucking dude, everywhere. You say shit every show, like, and do shit every show that probably we lose so many people, like, ah, so them. upset and like. We are. Hey, did we make this pack two yeah. shows ago? That we're it's not like, paying yeah, attention. I don't care. Maybe we'll, we'll go back to that thing where we try to lose all the listeners. It seems like what that's what y'all are trying to do. It seems like that's what y'all are trying to do. Yeah, I mentioned that two weeks ago when I mentioned it. People are fucking emotional, man. People are passionate right now. I was like, right what now. if we try to compassion. get What is compassion going to get us? Oh, those no, poor fat compassion. women that just fucking fat. I'm saying people are passionate, so any little thing sets it's people set off. No, so everybody takes people everything you say PC, personally. And they need to fucking chill out, all right? Fucking Turn hell. off if you don't like it. If you want to hear some groundbreaking shit, tune in. <laughs> groundbreaking. Groundbreaking. Mayday's getting them now. 79. <laughs> 
Oh shit, your boy says, I'm not upset. Assholes don't upset me. (laughs) 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 All right, all right. Wow, man. Well, if he doesn't like that, he'll love this. It's PPV guys. Are they back? We're about to find out. Yeah, these are old senile dudes too, so just don't make fun of them. (laughs) Just, just Tyreed. I'm sorry. Popcorn, piss, and vinegar, and this is not real movie news. My name's Chris. My name is Scott. My name is JB4. All right, JB4, what you got for us, man? Well, the ongoing Justice League reshoots being helmed by Joss Whedon, they're saying is clocking in at 25 additional million dollars. Yeah. Which yeah. Uh, apparently is raising some eyebrows, but that actually just has me more excited for it. It means Joss is doing some heavy surgery, doing some... Uh, there's a lot of, apparently, character scenes where they're talking a lot more, which is his strength, so I'm pumped. Yeah, so, I mean, $25 million, if you think about it, that's like taking an eighth of the budget yep. and reassigning that so you can try to fix a movie that Zack Snyder fucked up. Exactly. So, well, considering that probably half the movie was terrible and eighth of the budget to make it much better overall, that's th- a good investment. I think you're being generous. I think 75% of the movie was probably terrible, and he's in there to fix that shit. So. All right. Ginger, what you got, man? Uh, Joe Russo says that we should expect deaths in the next in, uh, in the next <laughs> Avengers film, Infinity War, coming out. Very, very good. Tom Benson did better than yeah. You asked me what the news was. He said people are going to die. Really so good. get ready for right. it. People so in other die. words, in Avengers 3, our characters that we know and love so much in the Marvel movies, you know, they're going to they're they're, gonna die. They're going to fucking die. Joe some Russo. Of them. There you go. Hey, man, save that money. So it's going to be it Scott's favorite movie. Hey, it'll be my favorite movie of all time. Definitely. All right, look, we appreciate you guys listening. Check us out at ppvguys.com. Also on iTunes, five stars for PPV. Not Real Radio and Scary Thoughts. Five Star General says five fucking stars. Five stars. End scene. All right. You can check them out, ppvguys.com. Dude, they talked about the Avengers killing off characters. Well, Avengers already killed off Tim's interest in it. (laughs) So I don't really care either. After the the Thor Hulk uh, trailer, I hope they kill him too. (laughs) Thor Ragnarok. Whatever. So, man, the Hitman Bodyguard is coming out at the movies. I seen the little trailer. I'm like, all right, Ryan Reynolds, he's Deadpool, so everything he does is fucking great. And uh, Samuel L. Jackson's in it. And then Gary Oldman's in it. Ah. Dude, that's awesome. And Selma Hayek's in it. Whoa, the fuck? I'm like, what the fuck? This might be cool, right? right? It's gotta be. I mean, gotta be cool. We just watched that last Selma Hayek movie, right? Uh, Remember that? That I didn't, but I love that bitch. Yeah, I know. He watched that shit when I wasn't there. I'm like, this Uh might be cool. Uh-huh. I'm like, who's uh-huh. the director? Uh, he did a few short films and Expendables 3. So it I'm like, you know what? Anything. Yeah, it does. It means they went paid good money for a lot of actors they know we want to see. And it means this guy might movie. be really talented and just upcoming. I doubt it. Well, you know what? I doubt it about you. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, means. so you'll never be a director. Also, The Dark Tower comes out this Ooh. week. This is a, a Stephen King, I oh, believe. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I never read it. I don't really like Stephen King. Why not? I don't know. It's not. I, you know what? All right. It's not that no, I don't okay. like him. I think he's one of the people who get made out to be way more than he is. Kind of like I watch his work. I'm like, it's good, but he pumps out so much weird, stuff. But like, it's good. 
it's gonna be something's gonna be good. I think he does like a book a year, man. It's crazy. Really, damn. It's something. Obno- it's 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 unreal. Like the amount of work ideas. is is unreal. If a I don't know who's done his work before, but if a good director takes something halfway good written and makes a good movie out of it. Doesn't mean that the movie, the person who wrote the book, is an absolute genius. I guess you would oh, have it could to be like Kubrick, <laughs> which it's like a different movie. You know what I mean? Like completely right. different than the book, right? Yeah. So I don't know. I never that's read Stephen King. Kubrick was a genius. Oh, so that dude that's was next, so next fucking, level, dude. Dude, he oh, faked the have, fucking moon landing. That takes a lot. Oh, I love all that stuff. I love all that stuff. Acquired taste. Mm-hmm. But man, they turned the cowboy that was uh, in the original book, and I like it. There's a white guy. And now he's black in the movie. So what? Really? Yeah, so I was like, wait, I know all the character changes. You're going to change the cowboy? Oh. Um, have you never <laughs> seen Blazing Saddles? Didn't they have a black cowboy in that? Thank yeah. you. I, I just don't think, I don't think it's black cowboy. It's just, I don't know. Stay true to the source material. Idris, Bel- Idris Elba's the man. Why are no they question go- about what, it. I just got to ask, why are they going to a black character on that? Because it... Virtue signaling for I diversity. Guess. That's all it is. Everything diversity, is or they're to trying to get more people to come in from a different crowd. The, the virtue That's what signaling. the diversity yeah, is yeah. for. Yeah. All right. So it's not about telling a good story. It's just more money. It's just hey, more hey look marketing. at us. Look how not racist we are. Well, we can uh, tell the same story, but they're just gonna have a character that it seems like by doing that, that it makes it more. That's audience. racist. That's kind of. I don't know. I'm. I'm just on the. I don't care. But <laughs> don't. I, I just. I would just rather be like the book. That. That's it. Yeah, this is the weird That's journey it. I went on with it. I was like, man, why you turn a cowboy black? Everybody knows cowboys are white. Because that's what Hollywood showed me. Like, that's all I know about cowboys. Uh, from all cowboy right. movies. I never went read about cowboys or anything like that. And there's no really, it's not in the history books. And right. if it was, right. and they had an illustration, it would have been all white guys. Because everybody knows all white guys are cowboys. When you go do a little research, though, I think it's like one in four Cowboys was black, okay. and like it was a, a really good occupation. After you got you set free, and right. you're like, all right, now I need to find a job. A lot of them became cowboys, so that was kind of cool for me to learn. It was like it was Hollywood that taught Hollywood. us like that that all cowboys were white, and now they're trying to go back and fix it. Yeah, I get it, but it's still kind of weird. But I get it. Is that what? Is that, are they trying to fix it? You know what I mean? Or is it just right? Yeah. Was the, was the cowboy in Dark Tower? Yeah, it lets me know it's just done for financial right, reasons. Dude, I don't know. Like they act like they're doing it for such a great cause, but it's really just to make more money. That said, Idris Elba's a great actor, dude. Like, that, do we no, really nothing think, from him? Do we really think that Hollywood's trying to fix society so that it could be a better place? To no, me, people go to movies and spend more money when they're miserable. So why would uh, Hollywood? Do they really? Oh yeah. Okay. That's a cure for depression. We live in a consumer society. Right. You so want to escape. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, why would Hollywood be trying to fix the world that they benefit off of being miserable? It's, I don't know. But I, I did think it was pretty fucking. I was like, that's kind of interesting to find out. Damn, morning floor cowboys were black, and the only reason why I didn't know it is because Hollywood decided that they were all white for a while. <laughs> bringing the black cowboys back. All white. Speaking of bringing the black cowboys back, <laughs> it's time for <laughs> Allie's. Super fan birthday announcement. Wait, what? <laughs> wow, they don't have the music for that. <laughs> well, I, got one. I caught I y'all got all one. by oh, surprise. Me. Happy birthday, baby. Happy birthday to Dave Bourgeois. <laughs> all right, nice. I was gonna say Happy something birthday, anyway. Tidbits reminded me that he's a huge fan of Not Real Radio. He's a super fan. Listens every week, and he's also a big fan of Zombies Eating Sheep and comes to all our shows. 
And he's got a zombie. He's got a uh, not real radio shirt, and he posed and fucking shared it. This dude's a great fan and a great friend. And we just want to say happy birthday, dude. Happy birthday, happy Dave. Birthday. All right, that's a neat new bit. I didn't have an out with Allie, so this worked just as well. All right, do you have an Allie investigation? Somewhat. Would you like to do it now? <laughs> sure, why not? I mean, I kind of Tim feel... looked at his watch. He's uh, like, no, how no, long is curious. this going to be? No, it's not long. Uh, it wasn't really that much of an investigation as usual. Um, we, I feel like we kind of already talked about this, but it's just, man, I don't get it, man. Everybody is so fucking bitter and hateful about other people's success. What the fuck is that? That is a childish fucking tendency. That is something that you do when you're a kid. I remember being a kid and wanting to be the smartest kid in the class. Somebody else smart, all of a sudden we were like enemies. You know what I mean? Wanted to be the prettiest chick or, you know, whatever it was. Or the only girl in the group so I could have, you know, the authority of being... People are acting like this as adults. We are adults. The people that are acting like this are way older than me. And they are just, like, hateful. And it's like, man... You get on Facebook, you can choose how to use it. It's a tool. Facebook in itself is not inherently evil or some whatever. These people are using it as a tool. You have a certain amount of time in a day. You choose to say something that you hate on Facebook and make sure everybody knows that you think it's horrible, it's stupid, you're not going to it, you think it's a fucking joke. I hate you. That's fine. But then they would actually sit there and like debate for hours, even days sometimes with people over something that you hate so much. And it just seems strange. It's like, why are you so jealous of Corey Feldman? That's one of them. Why do you give a fuck? This dude had a rough life, man. This dude fucking was forced in the industry that he's in. And then he, he not only was abused by his mother, he was abused by the fucking industry and the people in the industry she put him in. And he fucking came out, man. He didn't fucking end up dying of drug overdose. He fucking, he's hey, still he alive. He just played Southport, so anything's possible. Well, I know, I know, yet. But my point Give is, yeah, he's had a rough he fucking life. He was fighting with his wife afterwards, man. Yeah. Oh, what? Really? What? Did he have to strike really her home? <laughs> yeah, no, they, they were just... Uh, Stop it. Right, Stop yeah, been already like with that. pizza. <laughs> his I'm wife got saying. into it. She No, she but no, I'm just backing up Allie's point. Like, it's not... You know, he's, he's not living rock star life. He's fighting with his old lady just like anybody else might, you know? Well, yeah, and like I said, he was humble and grateful. Bitch. And you could tell that he it meant the world to him to be on that stage. And he looked out and saw a sea of fucking oh people God. that were there to see him. You can laugh, but it's true. Like, that I'm is laughing. a really amazing feeling for an artist. And instead of being happy for somebody that they get to experience that, you're mad at him because you never experienced yeah, I was There was actually, a lot of Feldman hate. I was actually right on the deck about to leave when yeah, he, was, for real. he was fighting with his wife and she said, you're not bringing that fucking glove in here. Take it off. <laughs> Stop touching me. He put that glove in on and all of a sudden he turned into Donald Trump. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Grab her by the puss. But, um, I don't know. I just, I kind of, that's my observation of the week. And I kind of was trying to figure out my investigation of it is that these people are doing this because they're jealous. And, of course, they repeatedly say it's not because they're jealous, but there's no other reason. Right. You know, there's no other reason to passionately be so passionately angry about something that's like... Has nothing to has do nothing with nothing to do with you. And, you know, I was in threads with different people, and then some people were like, look, nobody's like putting a gun to your head and saying, you got to go to this. You don't have to go. So then you don't go, and that's great. But then you got to make sure everybody knows you didn't go... I didn't go to that shit. What about y'all? And it's like, oh, congrats. You know, you did a thing. <laughs> well, you I'm didn't not, do a thing. I'm not going to debate you, but the caller might. You want to talk <laughs> yeah. to a caller? Sure. Hello. Yes. Hello. Who's this? Is this Corey? 
<laughs> What's up, everybody? It's Bagnetto. Oh, all right. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. You're banned from the show. Man, <laughs> hang, hang up on Bagnetto. <laughs> I'm just trying to help out the Sunday Night Wars, man. I'm trying to get this thing going. It's going to be like WCW and WWF going at it. Yeah, well, we're, we're definitely WWF. <laughs> Except we ain't gonna buy pickle scoop. We're just gonna fucking buy it and then dismantle it. Yeah. Send Devin to Iraq. Oh, man. I'd say we send pickle a diabetes camp. <laughs> What's up, man? Great on on Facebook. She, I, I didn't even have to. I would, I would delete a lot of people's comments, but then Allie would just, she would, she handled half the comments for me. It was oh, amazing. Man, thank you, man. <laughs> I, for some reason, I'm good at it. And I get off on that shit. I'm just, it's like I kind of feel like I'm the online superhero. Like I see somebody saying something wrong, I feel like <laughs> I'm gonna come in and save the day. Like fuck that, you know. <laughs> well, it's great. No, I just enjoy, I enjoy debates, and it just happens to be about something I kind of passionate about too. It's like fuck all this bullshit. Local musicians hating on other fucking people. And Mo- people were hating oh, on the boy, venue, too. <laughs> yeah. oh, why would they book that? And it's like, fuck you, you know? Yeah, dumb. It's ridiculous. Like, let's see you uh, bring I'm, that I'm, many people there. Yeah. I was, I was, that was the, with inflation, I'd say that was the highest grossing show I ever had at Southport. Fucking right. No yeah. Dude, so, there's a live call. I'm laughing. So, yeah, so really people get mad at me all they want. I'm laughing in the fucking bank. <laughs> That's what well, it look, took for you let's to be believe honest. this live call. <laughs> that whole yeah, right. thing. I'm like, right. damn, that now, was good. Now, uh. Allie's not overselling it, Tim. <laughs> so, dude, I got to ask you, this show, you would have went to this if it was somewhere else, right? You would have, like, got off of work to go to this show. Yeah, that'd be one of the shows I'd have to go see. And you got to put it on. Were you happy? Did you have fun? Oh, that was like, as soon as he went into Man in the Mirror, I was actually upstairs at the time. I had to come downstairs and just hear it hear that song it was like I, had, I went by my wife and everything and we were just like man we just made this happen it's like this is such a fun experience like yeah. it's like one of those things that i've always wanted to have yeah that's fucking awesome when i walked in i see yeah. mark dance around I'm like all right that's, oh, yeah, he was happy I that's why it. you do it and it made me happy yeah yeah it made me feel happy too Fucking yeah, right. it was it was definitely an experience, you know. I mean, we probably would have done better, but I think uh, I only had like nine people on the guest list. But I think Tim must have thought it was Harahan plus one. People he knew out there, but no, it was great. I'd say my, my favorite thing about that show was like how many different people were out there. There was a metal scene. There yeah. was just regular nerds. It was just it was this whole party vibe that was just amazing. I loved it. It yeah, was, you're right. It was, it was a fucking a strange night indeed. Yeah, I saw people I haven't seen in years but out again at night, so it was it was nice. Oh, yeah, people came out the woodworks for this. Yeah, it was great. Well, good shit, man. Yeah, buddy. You got anything else? I mean, this is about going as know. good as a uh, scoop. Before we really <laughs> get into the meat of some of the interesting stories of okay. you, I know that also Southport has several... Pretty big upcoming Here we go shows. again. <laughs> <laughs> you ready for the, uh, We can speed it up and get to the challenge if you want. Okay, no, are you ready for the challenge? ready for the challenge. That's right. Mark Bandana's on the line. The challenge tonight is to come up one good question for Tim Lottie before, oh, before he gets off the phone and the show's over. You got any good questions for Tim besides how many people uh, you let in free? <laughs> that, is the, that is the million dollar question right there uh, No comment <laughs> I 
I can't give it to you. You got to come up with your oh, own. Hey, man, I can tell you another thing, dude. Speaking of diversity, I mean, I at the door, I had a black guy and a white guy working as a team that night. But I he's just virtue Cowboys. signaling, dude. He's just doing that <laughs> to the patrons that come to the bar. He hates black people, dude. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I had, I had my Mario, Mario Peebles. I had my posse, my, my cowboy at the door. How you like them apples? Just in case the government stopped by. <laughs> yep, got one. I even let him go home oh. after. Oh, great. All right, guys, y'all have fun, man. All right, man. Thank All right. you. Thanks. Good job. Can't wait to see what, what's left in store for Southport. That's going to be fun. You know, it's only a matter of time before they come up with another one. Yeah, Southport's been killing it. Dude, that's yeah, Mark, man. Playing. Damn, Tipitina's got crystal methods. Oh. I was like, shit, man, I wish we could have Dude, got... I wish it would have been in fucking Southport. I'm not going to lie. Southport that Hall. Southport. Doing real quick, let's run through this since we tagged it. it. Tagged it, it, it. Extraordinary. The Stan Romanek story. Oh, well, we know we got to talk about that. Yeah, I'm going to give it two czars. <laughs> but it did cause a very interesting situation with Allie. What? Oh, come on. I love yeah. this shit. The dude's fun. I'm going to set it up, right? It's All a documentary right. about up. this guy right. who sees aliens and these children that appear out of nowhere. And pretty much if this guy's left alone for a little while, shit's going to happen. Shit's going to happen. And yeah, he does work it up to an upgrade in his old lady, too, to where he gets a new old lady who now digs it and on. believes in the shit uh, he, he sees. Fun. He's got some UFO videos. He happened to be, I think the switch happens when, I think he's a con man, right? And the con man's always looking for a con. Well, one day he pulls off on the side of the road and there's a bunch of people and they take a video of like a UFO. It was like a flying, like, look right. like aluminum So he had this video, and it kind of starts being a thing, and he starts developing, I believe, uh, this whole story about it. Dude, it's all over the place. It jumps to all kinds of conspiracies. Well, he's saying that he got abducted several times, too. You're not mentioning that. Right. It gets to a point where he, he's got, a, like, a little group of followers, like, because he goes, of course, he does the old, the aliens gave me this message, be good to each other. Oh, and then, right. all, so he starts getting this following of people. He even upgrades, like I said, his old lady. Oh, yeah. He's no. got all these UFO kind of paranoia people right. that hang around yeah. him. And, dude, they're interviewing them. And then... It only happens to one of the guy even says, we try to make sure we're around Stan at all times. And I'm like, yeah, because every time you leave him alone, he comes up with some fucking crazy <laughs> story. They'll come back and he's like laying on the ground like I just gave birth to an alien, but they came and they, they took it away before you walked outside. Yeah, you, just shit like that. I started picking up on like, this dude's full of shit. He supposedly got pictures of the alien that looked through his window. It's like, man, what? give me a fucking break. Really? Yeah. They did have actual images of aliens and they look kind of goofy. Like, they I don't know. Stupid. They don't really looked that real but at the same time they did look real enough they looked exactly like yeah, uh, you're supposed that? to was think aliens look like and that's nine out of, I'm almost positive that that's not what aliens look like <laughs> like if you saw an alien it'd probably fuck you up because you're like I didn't think it would look like that like, unless we're being like yeah, fed well, those looks that, like, oh, that's a theory that that's fed to you over the last like so many oh just like, like the black cowboy right the, oh, well, those are just right, kids right. in costume. I think One other humans are aliens oh <laughs> <laughs> I'm not buying that but either way it's like, how do you know this isn't just like part of the disinformation, like a slow drip, drip, drip effect that you're set all movies, aliens all look the same all the way through, you know? Pretty so when much. we do see one, you're kind of like, ah, well, shit. Unless That's pretty much what I thought it was. That's what Hollywood told me it was going to be for the last like 60 years, you know, well, 70 years. Didn't they have years. like old pictures of them and shit when they crashed and the bodies nah, I don't them? think any of those are, are legit. Yeah. 
but Allie had nightmares. She had night oh, no, what, what was this called again? This sounds awesome. It's called Extraordinary, the Stan Romanek story, okay. I guess. Dude, it's not awesome. It only got two Zors. Okay. Dude, I thought it was pretty interesting, and it seemed realistic to me. And then he makes it sound like he didn't upgrade his old lady. He fucking got abducted several times. He'd wake up on the floor pissing blood. He'd have these weird little marks on his arm that could only be made by, like, some kind of weird device uh-huh. that wasn't normal of the humans. Weird fucking shit. He'd lose hours of time. So anyway, long story short, while he's up there being probed and shit, there's a woman. And supposedly he was at one of his conferences talking about how he got abducted. And this woman, who was also abducted with him from the ship, fucking sitting in the audience. They see each other. He can't figure out where the fuck he knows her from because most of the, the images that he remembers from the being abducted are actually he only pulls them out when he's with a hypnotist that like goes back in his brain and makes him come out with it when he's like in a trance or some shit so somehow he realizes that it's her and they connect and they start talking about their experience and they have the same fucking experience obviously so they can relate to each other she is younger and a little bit more attractive than his wife and so they become like best friends and the wife gets kind of annoyed by it but he didn't leave his wife and there's no proof that he did anything with this lady other than commiserate about their experiences so it wasn't. They might, they might have he a space upgraded baby his old man. lady. <laughs> it wasn't he upgraded his old lady. This Mark made it sound very uncouth. They probably seeded him, dude. No, yeah. I, so the whole thing is, they think that they made six children together. Right, right. And he remembers the children, and then he starts seeing them and shit and on Earth, like fucking around and stuff. But supposedly he only sees them, and everybody else runs real quick. Oh, it's gone. And he took pictures of one of them, and then oh, the camera got erased. So this is gonna weird. give yeah, me I don't like all that. That, 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 <laughs> yeah. that kind of like, that kind of debunks it for me. That doesn't like kill it for you. Yeah, when, like it, all it this information. Of, yeah, keeps but fl- I didn't know all that bullshit. Like I just saw the first half of it, and then we fell asleep. You know? Oh, dude, it'll put you to sleep instantly. Really? It's that boring. Oh, man, it was incredible. And I like those things, but yeah. The it's got to feel kind of real to me. I got to somehow be able to buy into it. The problem, too, is that they have a lot of stuff you have to read. They'll just put a screen of text for you to read yeah. instead of having somebody talk. So it's kind of hard when you're, like, laying in bed trying to see it. But, um, but yeah, so like, I fell asleep, and the TV turns off automatically with the timer thing. So the room's completely black, you know. And then I woke up, and... I wasn't really awake, obviously. So this was like a lucid dream, I guess. But the room and everything looked exactly the same. So it, I thought I was really awake. Like everything was normal. And then I saw one of those motherfuckers come in through the, the door of the bedroom. And I was like, oh, shit. All right. And then I couldn't move. I mean, there's an alien coming. So I'm just like, this is fucked. And then I don't know what happened if it like disappeared or whatever. But then I could swear that I could hear somebody coming through the front window. I heard the window slide up. I heard somebody coming in. So then I'm scared shitless, freaking out. And then I just woke up. That was it. I mean, I woke up, and then the room was black still. And I realized that that was a dream. But was I was too fucking scared to go back to sleep. You know? So what did you do? I just eventually fell back to sleep, but I was scared shitless. I was just looking around the room and shit with my eyes open. You were sleeping so heavy. Like, I was like, shit, well. I'm glad you didn't wake me up with that I problem. Because what do you do? If somebody wakes you up. I it seemed I guess, real I guess at the, the time. You know, tell her to go back to bed or if whatever. she would have woke me up and tell me an alien's trying to break in the front window, I swear to God, I don't know what I would do. That's supposedly how all the stories go when they do, like, regressions and stuff like that. It's like that story. Oh, I love all this kind of stuff, man. I, I, I was getting oh, yeah, goosebumps. It, it I love it, man. Out, I hope dude. you did get abducted. Like, that's so cool. Oh, thanks. <laughs> it was Mark. In a good way, in a good way. The, the well, I didn't wake who, up pissing blood, so. No, well, no, no. Tim, just so you know, at the end of it, they do say if you claim to be, like, an alien, uh, you know, believer, uh-huh. that the, the FBI will put child pornography on your <laughs> oh, computer. Dude, man, I, a buddy of mine had that's that? happened to him, yeah. What? Yeah. 
Yeah, that happened to somebody you know? Yeah, he just somebody just sent it to him in like a text message, and he called the police. Fuck and, you! And did gave a report. He's like, "Hey, dude, I'm I'm literally at the park with my kids, and somebody I don't know who the hell this well, like, is." Like that makes it better. Well, I'm just saying, like. I, I don't know. People are out there doing that kind of Fuck stuff. Fuck them eight-year-olds. They had it coming. That's pretty horrible. Gotta just send it to you, and then you're like, ah. Yeah. Yeah. What, yeah, do, you, what right? do you do? Do you keep it? Do you delete it? I mean, I guess that's, that's the best call. That's pretty smart, Daddy. See, I don't know if he I would... said actually cops were passing by at the time, so he kind of like waved them down. He's just like, hey, dude, like, what? What Pull do I do? What, it, what, yeah, what, what the they hell tell is? Like just hey, in he case showed that them, happened. and they they did a report, and they like uh, they deleted it or something like that. Jeez, it's really fucking Because, you know, oh, metadata and all that stuff is probably never deleted. You could get busted, and it's just floating there. I, that's supposedly how they blackmail people. Oh, oh man, that's yeah, crazy. Dude. All right, you better look out. You better watch. That's why I don't believe in that shit. That guy's crazy. But, Mayday, did you watch uh, Castlevania? I watched one episode. <laughs> oh, so about four minutes, because that's about how yeah, long they are. Right. All right, what'd you think? One uh, episode. I didn't. Re- I couldn't get into it. The drawing just that... Uh, What's the word I'm looking for? That style of drawing? It's like anime-ish. Yeah, anime-ish kind of stuff. I just couldn't... It just never got me. Never got me. And I like draw animated stuff. Just that doesn't work for me. But not that one. Not that one. Tim, did you watch it? No, my buddy told me about it. I'm about to Google it right now. I I just want to see what it looks like. It's pretty cool. It takes a few to kind of get into it, like Mayday said, to really forget that it's like drawn like that. But it's a fun story, and they got some badass like action scenes in it. Yeah, I think I'm gonna give it seven zars. Yeah, seven, I like it. Really? Uh, so yeah. it's got that Eon Flux kind of look to it. Is that it took right? Took a while. Yeah, they get better though. The first episode to me is by far the worst episode in it. Like, it gets cool. Uh, I was surprised it was that good of a show. Yeah, it's kind of like Eon Flux. Yeah. I'm looking at that, yeah. No surprise yeah. though. This show has been fun. Tim, good hanging out, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, I've been hanging around this town on the corner. I've been bumming around this old town too long. Thanks for hanging around the park, Tim. (laughs) (laughs) Sure, we'll get in trouble with that, too. This has been Not Real Radio 79. You can check out Tim and all his work. At uh, LattieInc.com, L-A-T-T-I-E-I-N-K.com. Get a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> i got to get rid of these things, man. Fucking right. Dude, nice to see you, Tim. Dude, good job, y'all. Yeah. Good that was job, fun. Guys. Good weekend. Holy yeah. shit, I feel it. I'm fucking exhausted. Right. Well, next weekend, there's not really... There's a metal show at Southport, Dying Fetus. Southport Hall. Oh. And I thought that might be fun, but I don't know if you would like it or not. It's probably going to be really heavy. Southport. Yeah, we might go out there. I don't know any of the bands that are playing, so we could go and just... I know my buddy Jared's going. That's all I need. All right, well, there we go. That's all I need to know. So I was going to want to go, but then... That way we get... Out with Allie! No, I'm just kidding. But we are going to go probably. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. This has been Not Real Radio. Next week, we're going to do Netflix in August. We'll kind of go over some shows and... Something else. We'll do all the shit. Maybe review that goddamn show. <laughs> Till next week, keep it not real. <laughs> <laughs>